precisely every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why don't you smoke the natural herb? Some call it marijuana. Some call it sense media. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. I'm Dave, your co-host. Still over there. Still isolated. <laughs> still still isolated. Like Julie McCoy. I'm your tour director, your entertainment director, Julie McCoy. And um, we are here with MTI in the new studio with Vinnie Bob. New studio, kicking ass. It's here. We did it. We We're did here. it, guys. We, new studio. We did it. We moved. <sighs> Uh, Millions of investment. I think we have our teams of now, construction people. This is now studio number. You think Joe Rogan thinks he's cool because he's had like two studios? We've had like two hundred studios. <laughs> They've all sucked, but no, this one's going to be f- excellent, right? So far, so I, far, so good. We were yes. with, speaking of studios. I was uh, I was talking today. I was remembering when we were in what was it like Mary's Medicinals first location. Mm-hmm. And oh, the cameras best, were up, and you forgot that, that was Derek was coming. That was the best show ever. That actually is worth watching again, just because I know that there's true fear in my eyes during that show. Like I was 100% nervous the entire show, because I'm like, we're going to fuck this whole thing up if we... You know, yeah. It was the chat gang made it so fun when it was like, all right, every time one of them looks at a security camera, everyone has to take a dab. But it was so I believe everyone was ripped in 15 minutes. Well, and speaking then, of oh, ripped. Ripped. See? I got a segue. Speaking of ripped, let's, let's, let's announce what the show is all about. Let's, let's give people the idea of what's coming up in the next three to four hours, depending on how long this fucking show goes. We never know. Last week was a four-hour show, wasn't <laughs> it? was it? a four-hour show last four week. Four-hour show. Okay. And the week before that. And the week before that. And the week before that. That is an hour longer Island, dude. That is fucking... Wait, wait. If you listen to Howard Stern, you know what they discovered? That the it was um, still have what's her show. name uh, who who just who just passed recently, um, Marianne. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Marianne uh, in the Gilligan's Island universe wins the trip on the three-hour tour by winning a radio contest. So, you know, you, the inside we're going to be giving away a three-hour tour. We could, we could. Um, so we have coming on uh, the show today. Um, we got a we got a full we got a full show we um a fully a fully a fully also known as a fully um we have from uh, the author of Cornbread Mafia coming on in the beginning of the at the top of the hour at five o'clock um and uh, hold on one sec uh, uh, uh. bake some cornbread today gluten free. Did you know? So James Higgin, uh, Hig, Higdon, I should say, uh, author of Cornbread Mafia, and also uh, he has a company now called Cornbread Hemp. And I'm not sure if Eric and Jim are joining us, but if we do, they're the growers who are working on the farm there. And, of course, grower-wise, we have Peter coming back from Massive Seeds. He was an awesome guest. We loved having him on before. And he's got some updates. 
and we're going to chat with him later on with also with James Bean, man on the scene. We'll be coming in to intro that one as as usual. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. If you're not familiar with Peter, he the re, his his company's called Massive Seas, and he really grows fucking massive trees, which we all appreciate. It's one thing we appreciate around here is trees. Tree appreciative, a tree a tree appreciative. I don't know how you can how you gonna mix it. Absolutely. Oh, look at that, Dave's perfect. He's he's muted himself and he's just jibber jabbering <laughs> to himself in the corner. It's awesome. You know. <laughs> No, normally, if I make this, you know, I put the mute button on the cough. Mm-hmm. As soon as I cough, it says to me, you are muted. They can't hear you. But when I talk into it and forget that I'm muted, it doesn't say anything until I realize you're totally not responding and Hilarious. I'm muted. Best, yeah. best time ever. And best I have no ever. idea what I said either. So it doesn't matter. Probably wasn't important. Doesn't matter. So um, how is your week, man, Dave? What's going on? It was a good week, post, man. It was post, a really good week. Um, I did post not jab, turn into post jab, a, post jab. You didn't turn into jelly. I and I'm not a flesh eating zombie. I had no, didn't have any, you know, any violent thoughts or tendencies. I didn't, you know, suddenly join the Republican Party or anything like that. I'm, I believe they said I it takes okay. about eight eight days or something like that for the. For the oh shit! For that's the tomorrow, to man. That's tomorrow, dude. <laughs> oh so, yeah, fuck! I think around eight days is when it just. Yeah. Well, maybe that's today. Well, seven, eight, you know. It's kind of like a Rick and Morty episode, you know, where they just kind of turn to plat, turn to goo after. Oh. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's been a, a eventful week for me. I've been moving house, which is always fun. I think, I think universally <laughs> around the world, doesn't matter what culture you're in. Well, may I don't know. Maybe culture wise is different, but universally, it seems that everybody hates moving. Right? I mean, come on, who loves to move? Does anybody love to move? Is there somebody else no. that actually? I mean, no. there is a moment. I love the idea of moving. Like, oh, I'm going to go to a new place and I'm going to have new. But stuff. the thing is, you gotta you gotta start early and you gotta put things in boxes and oh. you, you just have it all and you have organized, to work? dude. You I am the I mean? king. I am the king of the everything box. That is my, <laughs> I have designed this thing called the everything box and they're, and they're all around the world. There's, there's hundreds of them and they're left just like they, they become like a sort of like time capsule. And, it's that and, drawer in your kitchen. And the crazy part about those things though, is they're totally lame and you don't want to deal with them. But like 10 years later, Oh, dude, you're like, fuck, everything. I just, found, I, I just found an everything box. And you really go through and you're like, and this, like, it's like an archaeological dig at that point. You're Do like, you ever you, put stuff in the box? And it's always weed, it's always weed shit, too. That's the stupid part. There's always like, I mean, I had so much random things of weed. It was ridiculous. Me, me and Vinny were going through and it was just like, you know, the thing is when, when you don't smoke weed, there's a certain moment where it's never going to be smoked yeah. by you. Someone might come <laughs> in, but like you as a grower, you're not going to like smoke like, oh, I'm going to go back into my old fucking weed that I left. If I left it, it's for a reason. You know what I mean? And, and it right. was just like something better was around and whatever. And, mm-hmm. But it's funny because you go through and you would find occasionally like one or two nugs that were like, damn, this still, this has been sitting in there for five years. It still fucking smells good. You know what I mean? And then there's a lot of shit that just smells like, hey, of course, it's like fucking nothing. But we did, we created a bunch of homeless uh, packages and nice. gave some hash away last night. To, it was funny because we, we gave some hash to this guy and he like was like, oh, thanks, you know? And it was pretty good sized chunk and it was like real hash. It wasn't like dabs or anything. It was just hash, right. hash, yeah. dry sip. And, and then he like looked at it and he came back and he's like, what is it exactly? <laughs> like, you know, he, he had no, I was like, oh, it's hash. And then, well, how do you, what do you do with it? Like, he had no, he had no clue. He had no clue. Oh, really? 
You got to put instructions on the bag. I know. It needs instructions. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. It wasn't. It's not common. I get it. Yeah. But it's a perfect. I mean, he said his roommate or somebody like that. Uh, homeless roommate. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does. <laughs> I was about to. I was just about to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were like, hmm, wait a minute. How <laughs> homeless a are you? Are you 100% homeless or, or are you just part-time homeless? Anyway, no, but it is, uh, especially like pre-storm, I feel like it's important to get, get as much weed to those people as possible. We're having a huge storm, if you guys don't know, because not everybody's here in Colorado, but Colorado is bracing for the biggest storm in history. Snowmageddon. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because it hasn't really hit yet where you know it's happening, because like, you know how it is when it snows. There's that moment, like there's like a couple hours before where you're like, oh, this shit's going down. And I thought it was going to do it this morning. It felt like it. And then it kind of fizzled away. And I don't know. It's gonna, we'll see. I'm curious to see. This is going to be fun. They were talking 91 <laughs> inches of yeah. snow. Note the time in, in the show's log Estes right now. Park. And, then tom- <laughs> and tomorrow, you're going to see how many feet of snow we have. There's nothing outside right now. And Colorado tricks you into thinking, oh, everything's going to be fine. Oh, it's totally. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't see it coming until the last second. And all of a sudden, you're like, Whoa. Driving to your place yesterday, every sign on the road that they could change said, travel is not, travel is discouraged. One to five feet of snow. <laughs> St- stay indoors. Every fucking sign. Oh my and God. I expected hour. it to be here this morning and there was nothing. Jesus. There was nothing Double here. amateur hour because it's, it's one of our sponsors calling me. So that's, oh, that's, wow. that's, that's never a good sign. Amateur like, hour. Amateur, double amateur hour. We got sponsors <laughs> calling us. How just hit up the Zoom, you know? should just call them back and be like, you know, how are you doing? What are you doing? And wait for them to ask you what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you're live on the show right now. I guess you don't listen, and maybe you won't be renewing your sponsor. Oh, <laughs> it's not true. Oh, damn. Damn, damn. damn. Wow, that was cutthroat, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was a very good week for cannabis. Okay, I mean a really really good week for cannabis, right? You're moving, and all the people get free weed. Oh yeah, that's awesome. No, no, but it was a great it's a great week. So Seth Rogen did his house plant, right, and crashed his site because he announced hash plant, and I realized. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a second though. Is this? Oh, hold on. What? So no, I don't want to segue away from the moving story, but Seth Rogen did launch his houseplant, and so many people went to his site that it crashed, and tell, uh, they had to relaunch it. I know nothing of it. Yeah, what is houseplant? Do you know? That's it. That's the Seth Rogen brand weed, weed company. Oh, brand he's doing weed. Weed. Yes, I saw that. And and I guess they they must have been. He didn't say it in his tweet, but uh, he was sort of answering the question like, "Hey, I can't get into these tins." And so we had to give a video demonstration on how to get into his tins to get the weed out. Because he, I can imagine people getting home and going, I fucking can't get in this. I trying to smash open with a hammer. Was it the yeah, same? Yeah. Was it the same as uh, as our friends over here at Fourteeners? Was it one of those tins or no, different it, kind? It was it, you believe I'm it totally not, down with these of, ones now. Like at first I didn't like them, but now I'm like, this is easy. It's no problem. Right. This doesn't like Yeah, it, says it, the guy who just opened it with his teeth a second ago. <laughs> I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, I didn't even pay attention. You couldn't even open it up. No. You're well, like, maybe ah. maybe I'm lying. Gotta <laughs> line line maybe up the maybe I'm lying. <laughs> no, it reminded me of the numbnuts container from New Year's. Ashtray guys, by the way. <laughs> wait, wait to call the host on the uh, on the skill he has there, Mark. I, you're, I was you're trying to get these guys hyped. I, I was trying to hype up Fourteeners for their awesome right. cases that are so easy to open Thanks, up. Thanks, Mark. Uh, well, it's easy for me to open up. I don't know. <laughs> I think no, I just use my teeth. I think I just use my teeth, like 
just just to look as default. In front of me as like a no, like a just beta, as like default, as alpha, like beta type of thing. Alpha you know? beta, you yeah, can't like, be both. Well, I mean, alpha. Oh, to you're beta. the beta. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. You're okay, like, I was gonna say. I'm gonna open this with my fucking teeth. I was just gonna rip. Yeah, if I did that, I would tear it from the bottom and I would like rip off the whole bottom. That would be Ooh, true, even manly style. Right. Just punch through the can. <sighs> so <laughs> so his container looks like the numb nuts container we got from New Year's. You know, it was sort of square and tapered a little yeah. bit. And the 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 way the lid goes on it, it ha it's it has like two depressions. And he's like, "This is what you have to do." And he he literally took a key out, and he goes, "You push this thing right in here if you can't get it up." And pop, and he and he made a video. I I, I guarantee you, so many people must have just gone to it with a chainsaw or blowtorch. Is your background off, or is it just kind of overexposed? What's going on up there? Who, me? What do you want? I don't know. You got like a yeah. white, weird background. What's going on? Oh, yeah. You're not being cool. You're not like with oh, the cool yeah. kids. Oh, dude. I don't have a green screen. You stole my other green screen, you know? Oh. Yeah, remember that? Remember when you took my green screen away from me? You okay. didn't tell me that. You I got it. one here. Oh, I can't bring you me. one. You didn't tell me that. Uh, okay. No, it's fine. It's cool. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm fine. It's all right. So now I don't look cool. Like no, you're else. totally not like, in the cool I look kids. like I'm in a Zoom call. I'll well, fine. You know what? Reduce hey, the, reduce the background without a green I'm screen. I'm out. Oh, out. See you later. look at that. We're all glitched out. Yep. Oh, Thanks. Damn. Oh, damn. Yeah, Dave's see? gone. I'm an elbow. I'm now. I yeah. just rage quit the Zoom. There we go. I'm out. Rage quit. I'm out. Thanks. Damn. That was a that was a, a big dummy came in came in to do a little producing for us. He, he, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, MTI is a screen. <laughs> oh. I got one of those. I got one of those messages. So. Thanks. I thought he wanted my job last week. Now he wants MTI's job? He's working his way up the ladder. The corporate ladder. Adam. Adam. He's working his face. way up the corporate ladder on the Adam Dunn show. I can only work no with No one can replace MTI. Now. That's the difference. Know? Anybody can Never. replace Dave. Nobody can replace MTI. Anybody? Oh, Holy shit. Man. Oh, that was... It, shots fired. Shots fired. Where's, where's the... How do you turn this thing? How do you turn this dang thing? God but no, I'm Seth out. Rogen, his weed, I'd love to hear from someone who actually bought some and smoked it because he did show a video of it sticking to his finger and it looked really good. So I'd, I'd love to hear if anybody got I some. I was looking for stuff until you made me rage quit. <clears throat> oh. oh. Poor, I was trying not to be thing. shitty Jamie over here. Now he's going to be really shitty be, Jamie. Extremely shitty. shitty. No. Extremely shitty Jamie. <laughs> So, in more in cannabis news, Tell Governor me. Ricketts of Nebraska, Nebraska, said that if you legalize marijuana, he used the M word, I was going to say cannabis, but I want to be accurate to his quote, will kill kids. What? Mic drop. Just Google it. Whoa. The guy, I don't even want to give him any more airtime. He's just a dumb fuck. And, uh... He he is he he might be the last or no he's not the last because I've I've seen some others he's he's in the Neanderthal party um, he is he's a complete caveman uh, he is he is way off base but we know just so if you live in Nebraska get out or vote this guy out and get some good legislation going because uh, it's, it's all over the news in the cannabis news today yeah you know douchebag number one taking up the charge. Um, but in great cannabis news, Mexico, come on, Mark, give a congratulations or a cheers or something. They're going to legalize cannabis. So if you think about the domino effect, that's going to force Biden to do something really quick or else it's going to come flooding across the border. You know, they'll have it legal right there. So there we go. That's your cannabis news for the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 
Well, and then uh, and then uh, we have. Let's see what time is it now. We got a few minutes left still before oh, we got calls in. Um, what was your week like, MTI? Oh, I uh, relaunched my DJ mix show and did the first stream of that, and that went pretty well. Did anybody uh, d- after the show last week? Because I know people were grooving on your shit. Did they? Yeah. Did oh, you see any, you know see any action coming off of that? I actually, haven't checked. At, uh, I haven't really looked. But you got three marriage proposals. What are you talking about? Wow. You got plenty of action. That's every. That's every week. Yeah, every week. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. I, I just send those to spam. Spam folder. What? Yeah, dude. You want me to send them? Your oh way come on. Me? You should. You should write. You should write back each one. <laughs> that would be fun. No, but it is good stuff. You have to check out what Mark is doing. Yeah, suburbanhouseradio.com. Yeah, with, yeah, whatever. With herb in there. So with Herb in there. And House Radio. And House Radio. Hey, shout out to Matthew Crosby in Luxembourg for this amazing piece. I started taking bong hits again today through this, and holy moly, it hits like a champ. Like a champ. Nice. Triple what, are you, what are you smoking through that? Green Farms Med. Dot com. Dot com. Nice. Lighting, are you sprinkling a little... Action on top of there, making it look, juice I, it up a bit. I am. Or I'm juicing so. it up. Good, good. I got some good juice here. Good dry juice. sift. What? Any, yeah. Amazing. Anybody have some dry sift? It's hard to get these days. It's, rare. it's a rarity. Like it's a rarity. Just having it in my pocket. Oh, it's it, invisible, it, too. It's amazing. It's yeah. invisible hash. Oh, that's right, because it's green. <laughs> no, it's just it's tan. But yeah, no, shout out to Matthew Crosby. Hey, shout out to Charlie Miller for any deadheads out there. Um, he's been releasing a bunch of shows on Twitter. And I was listening to September 479 Madison Square Garden before the show started today. He's, he's been a taper forever. So uh, applause to all my deadhead bros. You got to check him out on Twitter. He's a good guy. There's my shout outs. Here's your shout out. Who else? Wait, no, we should we should talk about a sponsor right now, right? Just oh. get a fit a, fit a sponsor in here. Who Throw do you got one there? In. Throw one in there. Whoa, what oh. are you smoking you... out of today? Mm. What's that? What's that rig right there? Oh, speaking of which, uh, did you notice that Tony Baloney got his uh, his carta his from carta. Focus V? Uh, Focus V carta. Hey, who are we doing? To... What are we talking about? We're gonna do Focus V. Oh, nice, dude. What are you smoking out of? <laughs> I'm smoking on my Focus V. <laughs> well, there you go. That's uh, why we're doing it. But yeah, Tony Baloney, and he said it was hitting good. So he's, you know, Carta hits harder, right? Isn't that our Carta oh, hits harder? Right. Isn't, that, isn't that a Vinnie Bob? Isn't that I a like Vinny, that. Bob ism? That was a, a Vinnie Bob ism. I like that though. The Carta hits harder because it does hit pretty hard, pretty fast. It's I like it because it heats up quick. That's what I do like. There's no fucking around. There's no right. Fucking yeah. Around. As soon as no. it, yep. Boom. Hit it, dude. <laughs> hit it again. Just keep hitting and just keep hitting. Um, Boom. So yes, we have uh, the. Did you guys we have the laser edition? We have the laser edition here, which is awesome. Yeah, connected to the phone, of course. Well, I didn't and, do that. And, can it retroactively tell you how many dabs it's collected, no. or do you have to be connected? No, okay. I don't think retroactively it can do that. That'd, That'd be, be awesome, though. I would love to know. You've had it for what uh, a month. Uh, how many on do you, and you have your app loaded? How many dabs have you taken from it in a month? That'd be good to know. Be a fucking lot. That that'd be the high threshold of what the carta can handle. The thresh. Well, actually not because I don't take it because I'm leaving it at the studio because otherwise I'll uh, be like the classic where I forget it and don't bring it to the studio. <laughs> thing, so I've just been leaving it. So it hasn't actually been getting the full the full attention it deserves. It gets used. 
It gets used. Not by <laughs> me. Remember I've, I've been I've been sharing my rigs. How's oh, that, Dave? How, how scared are you now? Yeah. Ew. Very oh, 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 I, think I can't get much more. more it's okay. No, I'm, I'm working. Oh, down so you um, can't bef- get me scared. Before anymore. we get on to the uh, before we get on to our first guest, uh, little pre-announcement that next week we'll be doing the big announcement. Oh man, what but it's a pre-announcement to the big announcement. We've already <laughs> announced it, so it's not even a, it's not a, it's not even an announcement. It's a reminder that we're doing our 24-hour show. Oh, at Area 420. On 420, from 420, till 420. Oh, shit, that's like in a month. Exactly. Next show will be on the 19th, so we're going to be a month out on the next show. So I'm just giving everybody a pre-warning. Shit's getting real. <laughs> it's about to happen. It's qu- it came up quick, didn't it? Yeah. Considering that New Year's. New Year's to 420, <laughs> and we're, we're talking a month out already? Whoa, that's that's Well, shocking. it's because it's on a Tuesday. So... Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's, it's, it's going to be one of the most... It's going to be crazy. Yeah. And we're going to be... Yeah. Are we going to do a show on that Friday? Is that, That's a big question there. Are we doubling down on that week? Are we going 24 hours and then another show? Or are we just going to... Like, when is 420? It's not on a Friday. Tuesday. What is, what is it's it? It's like a Tuesday? shit day. It's a Tuesday. It's the worst think, day ever for 420. Right? Like, we had such a good yeah. lineup for those couple of years in a row because it was like, oh, it's on a Thursday, Friday. So it keeps going. Now it's in that limbo part where you couldn't really have a full week. Aha. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Welcome, Jim, as he connects his phone, and he has his phone turned the right away. Look at that. Nice job. Yeah. We have to usually tell people to turn their phone the right direction. So. Well, Dave does. Yeah, you've done, you've done well already. My job. <laughs> already... Most of us are cool about it and just let you do whatever the hell you want. You know? Yeah, but you know, people do watch the show, right? It's a better experience for everybody. Yeah, everyone got sad when I left. Welcome to him as he connects his phone, and he has his phone turned the right oh. way. <laughs> but he has his sound on, so we've... We have to usually... There you go. Got it. Perfect. Go. Perfect. Welcome, James. How you doing? Sorry, guys. Did I did I have was I double audio there for a minute? My hey, it's fine. you know, it's a stone show. I was, I, was watching, I was watching the show and then I had to join the Zoom. It, it was it was that's a new trick for me. Oh well, yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna on the way at the end of the thing. We're gonna really know what's going on because that's oh, yeah. that <laughs> yes, is that's the, the test. It's the, how how long does it take to people to get off of the off of the, when they start coming <laughs> around? Hey, I welcome so, right? welcome to the show. Um, welcome, welcome, and thanks for reaching out. And uh, where, so how, how's, how's it looking down there in Kentucky right now? Here it's oh. pre-storm, so. <clears throat> well, what do you mean? Like, you know, uh, uh, in, in, in what respect? I mean, we got a lot of members of the Neanderthal party here. So, uh, you know, politically, we're, we're one of 15 Uh-oh. states without medical. Um, it's crazy, right? But, yeah, I mean, you know, but we're giving farmers a taste of cannabis with uh, the legal outdoor hemp crop. And um, uh, that started really great. And then the FDA not coming with regulations really screwed with uh, Kentucky farmers, left a lot of farmers with a lot of great flour that they couldn't sell, can't sell from still from 2019, sitting around mountains of it. Uh, so um, there's a lot of work to be done politically here in Kentucky um, on the cannabis legalization front. Uh, but on the legal hemp side, we're able to make some pretty good CBD products. Nice. Yes, sir. Um, well, 
we'll get to the CBD products after because I've got some here, and I'll, I'll 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 break into those in a minute. I want to I want to start off oh, though with uh, with the uh, the book actually, and and talk a, a little bit about the the infamous cornbread mafia, which I mean, I, I'd I'd say they. Uh, made a huge a huge uh, impact into america and especially the midwest and 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 certain regions i mean uh tell me because when you've contacted me you were saying that um you were friends with johnny boom or you were or associated with him T- tell me a little bit about that because that's you know obviously a interesting interesting well, part so like there's, there's there's a there's a big story here right so to start folks off who, who aren't familiar from the like the the uh you know the thirty thousand foot level uh the cornbread mafia is the story of um this uh, group of central kentucky guys uh who became what the federal government said was the largest domestic marijuana syndicate in american history so between 1985 and 1989 70 white guys from central kentucky arrested on 30 farms in 10 states with 200 tons of marijuana that's amazing. And, um, and, 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 the, and the kicker here is it's not just 70 guys arrested over this period of time, but none of them talked or cooperated in exchange for a lesser sentence. They all stuck together. Yeah. And the way they should. <laughs> the way they should. The way they should. Back in the, 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 in the honorable days, that's the way people did it, right? Well, I mean, not even in the honorable days. Like, you know, even, even the Italians had rats. The only reason we know about Goodfellas is because Henry Hill was a rat. Mm-hmm. You know, so like these guys were tight and um, uh, thwarted the federal government's ability to run a, a RICO case against who they thought were the ringleaders because there was no witnesses. And so the federal government in the summer of 1989 held this press conference where they laid out their case against these guys without giving anyone a chance to defend themselves. And uh, in the course of that press conference, one of the prosecutors refers to them as the Cornbread Mafia, and that name uh-huh. sticks. And uh uh, you know, wraps around uh, headlines around the world. So um, I was in middle school when that happened, and it was a story that always stuck with me. And I knew that something, uh, that this story had meaning and value, and, and it was something that, that everyone needed to know about because uh, it kind of went away because that, that, that secrecy, that culture of silence uh, uh, kind of submerged the story. Uh, Jim, so, can I ask a question? Oh, get in just here, so yeah. I'm clear, because I don't know if I'm crazy or not, but you do have a bird in your in your area there, right? Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm 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 in a back porch. Yes, yeah, so no, yes, no problem. I'm just making sure it wasn't me. I, you know, I, I got the <laughs> shot last week, and I didn't know if it was a side effect, so I just needed to make sure. But please continue your story. We're okay, Mr. Bird. Thank you for being real. Yeah, it's uh, it's springtime here. It's the 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 the. The winter's, you know, finally starting to to clear up, and people are starting to get their first shots of the vaccine. It's starting to like feel a little feel a little loose around here. So this, these birds are just kind of, you know, chirping away. They're as, Bur- as long as now it's are they real? real? I, mean, I, I don't know if they're birds. Birds aren't even real, are they, bro? What's that? Oh yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> website on how birds aren't real, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think so, the storm's coming. I think they're just going to change all the batteries and the birds over here. They're just they're just giving oh, wow. it. Tell everybody to stay inside for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. All right, go continue. Ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. So me as me and these real birds we're talking about. Um, uh, that's the story that I grew up with, and I knew that it had this value that needed to be told. It is a story that needed to be told. And um, 
Uh, I went off to school to learn to be a writer. I went to the Columbia Journalism School and uh, left there with an idea of how to go about, you know, like getting my head around the story. And, um, you know, a lot of these guys didn't want to talk, but I had gotten a lot of uh, FBI and DEA internal documents and started going through, through Freedom of Information Act request and really started to dig into uh, what the police knew about these guys and then um, got them to sort of tell me their side of the story. And then how is that? I mean, it must have been pretty difficult to get, like you said, obviously, if they're staying silent with the police, the chances of them then talking to journalists would be even lower. How did you manage to get them to uh, to talk without you know, breaking their silence. It wasn't wasn't even these outlaws that wouldn't talk. Like nobody wanted to talk about this when I got started. Like because none of the outlaws wanted to talk to me about it, I went a step, a generation back, like to the moonshine prohibition. By the way, there's some sound behind me. This is my dog tearing up a box. Hey. So, um, (laughs) so, uh, the reason why this giant marijuana syndicate happened in central Kentucky is because we're a, a rural Catholic area that was big on moonshining during Prohibition. Sure. And that culture of moonshining and the secrecy that surrounded it was passed down for several generations so that when their grandsons came back from Vietnam with this understanding of what marijuana was worth in other parts of the country, tapping into that outlaw bootleg Prohibition culture uh, to help nurture that into a larger scale operation was a very natural thing. So because none of the first guys would talk to me, I went a generation back to talk to people uh, on the moonshine side. And I went to go see an older woman. She was in her 90s when I went to go see her. Her daughter had taught me in school. She knew exactly who I was. Uh, because her father had been a moonshiner in Prohibition, the reason why they had a huge farm was because <laughs> her father had turned moonshining money into land. So I went to go talk to her, like told her you know, what I was doing, what I was up to, the story I was trying to tell, and uh, asked her if she could talk to me about being the daughter of a moonshiner. So I had heard, perhaps, that her father had been involved in moonshining. And she took my hand, she patted the back of my hand, and she said, tell your mother and father I said hello. <laughs> and that was the kiss off. Like, that's all I got. Oh. So it was, a, it was a real hard journey to get um, people to talk to me. And the, and the way I did it, one, uh, was hanging out, right? You hang out where um, and, and you, you know, let people know what you're up to and you make yourself available. So part of it's hanging out. Um, and another part is doing the research and getting the documents from the, from the, from the cop side and be like, look, here's what the cops are saying happened. And that's what I'm going to write about unless you tell me what really happened. And then they realize that, that they have an incentive to talk to me because they like, if, if the story is going to happen, they want to get it right. And what about, and what about timing and stuff? Was it like a past the uh, statute of limitations and things like that? I mean, was it any kind of, well, I mean, that's what I thought going into it. I was really naive. I was like, well, the statute of limitations have passed, like no big deal. You know, like people who got the a classic, like, Hey, are you a cop? No, I'm not a cop. Oh, cool. It's good. I asked him if he was going to be, a, if he was a cop, like that shit doesn't <laughs> right, really right, right. fly in you real life. You have to tell me. Yeah. So, so, so here's what I learned about statute of limitations as it relates to uh, drug crimes is that, um, 
property always is inside the statute of limitation and property does not have constitutional rights and the feds can come just seize that shit. So uh, if you if you admit, hey, 20 years ago, I ran this huge marijuana ring and made a bunch of money. And then I took that money and I and invested it in this house and this hotel and this business and that business. Sure. Um, then the feds can come and take that shit. Right. Yeah. So, and so, if you and if you post everything on Instagram, it's probably the same situation too. So it's, 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 I, we're kind of in a quicker, <laughs> quicker version of that. Like, look what yeah, I did I yesterday to, instead of twenty years ago. When I yeah, when, well, exactly. I'm sure Instagram is being used in lots of courts of uh, lots oh, of yeah. evidence in court, right, for that sort of thing. Um, when when I started the book writing, I was really naive, thinking that that guys would just open up to me because it was the statute had passed. Mm-hmm. And that just was not the case. Um, it took a it took a it took a year of working to get some of these guys uh, finally, um, you know, up for talking. But the the culmination of it is a story not just of the criminal case, but but putting these guys in a cultural context and a historical context, so a person can understand how they connect to the, to the wider country at the time, in the '70s and into the '80s, and then also where they come from and why this Catholic moonshining culture fostered this giant marijuana enterprise. So the, the, the book accomplishes several things at once. Right, it tells a story, tells a story from the guy's point of view, and then it also connects them to the cultural history and to the greater sort of connections of, of American history going on at the same time. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing because it's like one of those things where I, th- I think now people are finally realizing, you know, the, the risks that people took over the years and the, like, you know, the fact that now you have cannabis being, you know, uh, legalized and or exploited pretty much at, at this point, but like taken to the point where now it's like, you know, uh, the history is important. And I mean, I think you were on the right tip from an early stage realizing like the you know it's local history to you but in general like cannabis history is quickly being sort of uh you know lost along the way now at the Mm -hmm. end of the day unfortunately it's also like you know people like myself who are in it or people who are doing it a lot of us we're not going to write it down and we're not going to document what we're doing if you're smart about it you know you probably shouldn't have especially up until recently but um it's also hard for like i think it's hard for a lot of those people maybe to take somebody like yourself seriously in the industry when it's like because you're not there because you weren't there you know what i mean like it's like one of those things where they're like hey this guy is because i've already gotten like tons of uh people contacting me right away like boom you know like uh, especially i think probably because of the hemp side of it all and the name cornbread and people are now thinking maybe you're taking advantage of that part of the of the story have you had right. a, have you had a response like that? Have you had any kind of pushback from that? Because I didn't have. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, some of these guys were already in the hip space uh, before we got started. Uh, they had their own brand. Some of them were growing uh, growing hemp on their property, mm-hmm. and we were real upfront with them um, when we got started. That you know, like they had started, they had started down a road with 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 other brands and with other um, uh, operations and. Uh, no one was using cornbread, and well, so we, well. The funny part you know, is, is like you were saying earlier, though they they didn't make up the name either. I mean, a name was that's put, right put on them. So in a way, it's almost like it is. A, it's it's an interesting thing because yeah, I, I think uh, 
it's smart again like you're 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 a smart guy obviously because it's a smart move in the sense that that has a huge uh you know it's it's already ingrained in people's minds as far as like that is you know the brand right because there wasn't mm-hmm. very many brands of cannabis in the 80s you know there were in, in the late 80s uh you know, there might have been a few smaller people with putting names on things, but pretty much, you know, it was like mostly it was a lot. Still, there was a lot of imported cannabis at that time, um, and local. It was you know smart not to put your name on anything because you don't really want your them right. to know how you, far you your your well. reach is right. if you're you know. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of one of those. It is it is an interesting thing where like uh, you know what I would hope though though is that you would be able to. Uh, bring those people into the fold if you do expand your company or if it does the more successful that cornbread the brand came became right. I, I would sure it would be great to see a full circle thing because that is really where we're at now is like there's a lot of people that are in the industry who kind of like aren't able to partake in the legal side because a they don't want to <laughs> you know what i mean like they've been through it already enough that they've already got ptsd from the whole situation already and then you bring in the business side where it's all of a sudden it's more cutthroat even than the cannabis industry because it's a, it's now the classic you know uh, grower really good grower not a very good businessman or meets up with really good businessman not very you know not a good grower and the two things are very hard to make them gel, you know? So I think, but it would be pretty cool to see if, uh, you know, for you in a way, I think to connect with some of those people that are, because they must be some great growers within that community, right? So expanding your farm to the, some of those original people would be pretty awesome way to go for, go full circle with it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, that's exactly right. So just, just a few things, cause there's a, there's a lot there. Um, what, you know, what we're doing with cornbread, cornbread hemp what we're the reason we're cornbread is that is that like you said the the, the history of of cannabis and cannabis culture I is getting some, lost i have some here i got it here oh nice <laughs> i didn't open i didn't open it up yet i was like yeah i was like no problem uh you know like the history gets lost and, and kentucky has a 250 year tradition of growing cannabis one way or another since 1775 and cornbread represents this piece of that history uh where they kept it alive uh when it wasn't legal um but you know, it, you know, but but cannabis existed in Kentucky uh, for 200 years during, um, you know, What's, you know, all through the 19th century into the 20th century during World War II, and then you know again, and then now you know, illegally, you know, with cornbread mafia, and now legally on the other side. So when we got started, no one was tapping into this full history of Kentucky cannabis in a way to present it to the country as something that we've been good at for 200 years. And that's what cornbread means to the company now and, 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 and mm-hmm. how we're setting ourselves apart. Um, you, these, these products you have here are uh, uh, USDA certified organic, full spectrum, uh, and also flower only extracted. Uh, the flower only extracted piece is really important. You can't, uh, really fine flower only extracted CBD products. Everything's whole plant. They mm-hmm. take the whole stalk and stem and leaves and wood chip it into pellets right. and then uh, do a, do a CO2 extraction. Uh, we're extracting with uh, organic sugarcane ethanol right. with a flower only biomass. If you're in, if you're in Kentucky, of course you're going to do that. I mean, if you're not yes. doing, if you're not using ethanol to extract <laughs> legally, if you have a chance right. to in Kentucky, then you're crazy, right? To it's actually basically high proof rum, right? Uh-huh. And, and I mean the the uh, I mean the whole thing with anything cannabis related is it's it's they've it's uh, 
it's a high quality product to begin with. So as long as you don't, it's it's up to you to 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 utilize the 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 qualities. You know what I mean properly. And so like some people, like for instance, isolate. I'm not a big fan of because, uh, especially in most products, because it's just not it's not really act. It's the kind of it's kind of been deactivated at that point. You know what I mean? And to right. if, if, and if you take um, you know full spectrum. Uh, products they 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 always work great like you give them to somebody who's never used anything and almost always you'll get back such amazing uh results so what what um product wise these the the two that you sent me was the cbd oil right so what's what's the milligrams on this one uh, I don't know. Three, you tell me. Is either seven fifty or it's fifteen hundred. Three seventy five for the whole bottle. So it's oh, yeah, three seventy five. So it's a, a little guy. So that's a mini. That's a that's a a, a mini of the um, of the original strength. So it's a twenty five milligrams per dropper gotcha. in that three seventy five. Um, right. and, and then, then and the and, lotion. And that's a lo- that's a that's a lotion. That's that's a full spectrum distilled lotion. Um, uh, I've got a I've got a skin condition. And we, I'm the guinea pig on some of the uh, formulations of, of this guy. I can't live without it. That's awesome. Wow. Um, I mean, that's one of the other things that's great about being in this space is, I mean, obviously, if you can help your, if you can help yourself, then it's, you know, obviously it's an instant gratification. But if, uh, but helping other people and being able to to see results come back, and then hearing that feedback, like hearing people say, like, you know, like I tried everything. The doctors gave me everything. You know, and it's it is difficult, like. I have to constantly uh, edit myself because the FDA won't let me make medical claims. And that includes not being able to say what my customers say, what our customers say about the products. So it's very difficult and tricky to even talk about um, our products and their effectiveness and why people like them and why people come back, why we have loyal customers. uh, Because uh, until the FDA issues regulations, we're really not allowed to. So, so I, if somebody left a review on your website and said, you know, my shoulder's been hurting for years, I rubbed your cream on it and my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore, you would have to delete that? So it's really tricky. Uh, we really want to show those reviews. Those are, the, those, are, those are how new customers know that, one, there's existing customers and that the product is, is, is effective for those customers. Um, we have to edit those reviews to make sure they don't use any of the uh, keywords that we're not allowed to talk about. Right. Uh, cure, like the word like cure, cure, obviously cure would be a word you couldn't use or yeah. along those lines, right? right yeah, something, yeah. something like that, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's, Can you say I found relief? Yeah, I would hope so. Jim? Yeah, you can, you can say, you can, it's, it's tricky what you can say and what you can't say. It's just really, it's uh-huh. really difficult. Yeah. Damn. No, I mean I that, 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 that is. I mean, language is the most important thing when you're delivering pro, uh, any kind of product that's uh, internal, uh, or or kind of uh, creams or anything. Any basically anything that you're going to ingest or rub on your body, you better be careful about how you present that because definitely I've seen, especially with the cannabis, because it's like people are excited, right? So you're like, you know, you wanna you wanna tell people about it. Um, but before, right? It, yeah. it, it's well. It's it's one of the things that we need to, to understand as we work to legalize cannabis nationally is that legalizing it through Congress is only is only part of the is only part of the journey is only part of the work. Um, we have to uh, we have to I'll then get it. Get it we have to then nope. get it regulated <laughs> through, through the FDA in order for us to talk about what it's what it's good. They can for. let him call in. Right. You just gave him the Skype number. No. 
Uh, the, that's Skype. <laughs> which one? The three? Apologies, yeah, the seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven. Yeah, that's it. In that's on good. Skype. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Who we got? He's, he's well, on. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yo, one sec. Who we got? We got somebody. We got a call. Soon. We got a call in. Hold on one sec. Who we got? Who we got calling in? It's BK Roller. What's going on? Hey, BK. How are you, man? I'm glad you could call in. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured you'd be expecting me. Yeah, no, no, exactly. I got your message this morning, and I was like, well, either DM me, or it's even better if you call in, because then we can uh, touch on all these subjects, because I was, I was trying to touch on it earlier, just to kind of get the idea out there, because I think uh, one of the things, when people see this show, they're expecting to see some of the real players involved, because that's usually what the show's about, is trying to get to the, especially when it comes to the cannabis people, we're trying to get to the real people, you know? Um, and Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you, and uh, you know, I kind of picked up on that. That's why I waited for a minute. Nice. You know, I, I kind of watched and and let him tiptoe around the shit, and you know, act like you know when you suggested, you know, you're doing well and smart, and you know, hopefully some of that money will reciprocate and and get back to the you know the real members and shit. And he phonily like you know acted like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. Like there's the the true cornbread mafia had to start Bickett and Boone hemp because James threatened to sue them if they used our name, Cornbread Mafia. Which if you you know, you want to go back to when the, the interview started, he straight up said, you know, the cornbread mafia, you know, I was infatuated with this group and these you know, these guys, you know, he's straight up saying that's who we are. Whether we named ourselves or not, that's what the world and history knows us to be. Mm-hmm. And this phony ass jackass, you know, he screwed over Johnny. He ha- he never gave Johnny a fucking penny. He's made a fortune off of that book, you know. And I'm not saying that the the you know the the contents of the book are inaccurate, or you know him being the author of the book is inaccurate. He's not claiming to be you know affiliation or whatever, but he's still holding on to our name and shit and trying to you know profit off off what we you know what my family did. You know, what everybody's talking about, what he started off with, 70 people went to jail for a record amount of bust, and nobody talked. Nobody squealed on the other person to get their fucking sentence lightened. You right. know, this well, is that's, real that's the shit. Mo- and that's the real deal. Nobody that's the most honorable part. of, And that is that is the part of the whole story, which is like, the pivot, to me, that's the most pivotal part of the whole thing, where you're like, wow, you know, to get that. like, And, and I think uh, I think James also agrees. Like, it's like the... That is, it's unheard of, even in the real mafia. You know what I mean? Even in the fucking. Well, right. Italian let mafia. me let me uh, let me respond to this guy. Uh, you know, uh, hello. I, I, uh, uh, nice to talk to you. Uh, there's a couple things that uh, he, this guy said that's not accurate, not true. So let me just clear up a couple things. Um, I don't know where he said anything about me trying to sue anybody. I've never threatened to sue anyone. Uh, and the most important thing, the easiest thing for anyone. You want to me to get check, Jimmy on here? I'll get Jimmy on here right fucking now, bro. You want to call me a goddamn liar? I'm calling you the fuck out right now. I wish that we, our shadows would cross paths one fucking time because you're a low-life son of a bitch. Uh. <clears throat> so the other thing is that uh, Bicket and Boone as a brand started well before we started Cornbread. Uh, Bicket and Boone started in 2018. We didn't start until 2019. Bicket and Boone uh, existed as a brand uh, before Cornbread got started. So the, uh, the, the, the clearest uh, distinction between... Uh, what this guy's saying and the truth is that uh, cornbread hemp didn't start for a year after Bicken and Boone was on the market. 
Well, so I mean, you're telling me that you didn't go and copyright our name and you, that you're not using our name and that you didn't threaten John, uh, Jimmy and Joe Keith about using the cornbread name because you had it copyrighted. Never threatened anybody. And, and Bicket and Boone existed for a year before I started cornbread. Okay, explain to me this. You're not part of our crew. Why are you trying to, to, to uh, you know, lie to the public? Why are you trying to come off as cornbread? You're not cornbread, so why are you using our name? Uh, not trying to lie to anybody. Not lying to anybody about my association. Well, with, I mean, with, I mean, I think, I think the, I think the obvious thing though, I think the obvious thing though is, is like, like you were saying in the beginning of the interview, is that you know you were in middle school, so you were definitely not part of the cornbread mafia because the cornbread mafia right. were an older crew that was obviously doing, you know. Uh, doing the work right so that we we all agree on that's that's never been a question but the the uh, i think the fact that you put that much time and energy into the book and it wasn't made like and i think you also agree uh roller that like he didn't misrepresent the crew you know what i mean and that's that's important too it's not like you tried to expose people and make people look shitty or anything like that that's and, and so i i feel like there's a there's a situation where you you feel obligated that you know or to, to continue the name of cornbread as far as the the idea of it, but at the same time, a hundred percent agree that the cornbread mafia needs to keep their name. Like this is the way. I mean, it's like me with bubblegum. I've had around the you know I don't, like I don't care so much about it as much as because it's not like my whole thing was based on bubblegum, but just the name sake. And when you see other people using it to make money, it hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's one of those things Absolutely. where it's like it's. Um, but at the same time, maybe there's a way that, again, like I was saying, if you expanded, your, if, you're, if your business became very successful, you're going to need a lot of growers. And where's the best growers in Kentucky? You know, where are they? They're right on the phone with you right now. So maybe there's a, you know, there, there could be a connection. There's obviously ways for everybody to, to eat on the table. And with cannabis, that's the greatest part about it is it, it's like an ever-expanding plant, which we can always tap in on. You always need work. And you always need growers. And yeah, anyway, <laughs> go back to arguing. The biggest thing for me, Adam, is to yeah. see that James, you know, reciprocates some of that back to Johnny and Jimmy. Yeah. You know, there's the was... way more than Johnny and, Johnny and Jimmy, uh-huh. but they, you know, these boys, they got, they ain't got shit, you know, they're, they're the, the OGest of the OGs. And they have nothing to show for it. They got no claim. You got dumbasses like Dick Breath, uh, fucking Joint Breath or whatever, trying to claim <laughs> affiliation coming out of fucking woodwork. You know, right. you've got all these scumbags trying to fucking, or what appears to be scumbags, mm-hmm. trying to fucking make money off of our shit. James definitely fucking made money off our shit. And as to my knowledge, and I just talked to Jimmy, I just fucking, you know, Johnny's oh, not bro. doing well at all. But you know what money? What money from the book went back to Johnny? What money went back to the crew? What we what have a second caller. Shown to the family? Oh jeez. So we got a second caller. Yeah. Yo, who we got? This is Nick Rosen. Hey Nick, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? My only, um, you know, I. I'm trying to be respectful in this whole situation here, but I got off the phone with Jimmy Bickett not too long ago, and I got a original member of the Cornbread Mafia sitting in my house right now at 71 years old. And I understand that 
Jimmy Higdon wrote this book and that stories and stuff were given to him. But I just want to know when the last time he talked to any of these individuals were, if, if any money was compensated to these people, then how come his uh, CBD hemp farm is called uh, Cornbread when they have to name their own Bicket and Boot and he's trying to trademark and copyright this stuff. And like I said, I, I know Jimmy Higdon, I know his daddy. Um, I just don't understand why these guys aren't shown the respect that they should be shown considering he's using their name to, to profit and to gain money. So let me, uh, uh, hi there. Uh, so let me, let, let me get in here and, and, and clear up some of this confusion. Uh, um, there's this misconception. Uh, the first caller said the same thing that, um, we started cornbread and forced, uh, these guys, uh, to start Bicket and Boone because we took the name first, but that's not, that's not what happened. Bicket and Boone started before we started cornbread. Uh, if they'd wanted to use cornbread, they could have, uh, they started a year before us. And and they started with Bicket and Boone. Did you and, did you trademark it though? And did you actually? I mean, you have trademarked it now. I exactly. Say. I mean, now that now what that we started the company like did, did, did a year after Bicket and Boone. Of course, we trademarked your it. copyright was not a year after Bicket and Boone started. Your copyright was before Bicket and Boone started. No, absolutely was. No, that's not right. And I, and once again, I mean, I smoked sour diesel twenty years ago. But if I create a farm and call it sour diesel, that's misleading. Or if I create a Absolutely. farm and I call it whatever off another person's string, OG Kush or Triangle Kush, and that's disrespectful to Cornbread Ricky. That's disres disrespectful to that group. It, See, it, again, though, yes, again. Yes, hold the legacy out, out, of, out of trust, but showing these men constant respect back would, would be a big thing to keep in this uh, open communication. So I'm, I'm happy I know to I'm, I'm happy this to, around I'm happy, guys. to different networks hey. to make money. But I'm happy to take this from you guys. To networks to make money, why not have these actual original men involved? Yeah, you, I'm happy. Joseph, I'm, I'm happy Johnny to take this Boone, from you guys Joseph, because there's there's things I'm not going to talk about on this on this call uh, that prevent me from talking to these guys. But I'm not going to talk nothing, about it to you on a Zoom I'm call. Not talking about this. Okay, now you can you, you can at least permission. elaborate a little bit. Why why can you not talk about these guys? Well. Because, I know, the ahead. same reason, the, out, of, out of respect to them, I'm not talking about it on a Zoom call. Are you out of your mind? I'm out of my mind, absolutely. Wow. I was born in fucking no. Mercer County, Kentucky, and now I'm in Michigan with a legal marijuana farm. I called these boys before I ever got on this phone call today because I pay my respect. People like me and BK Roller try to still make sure these men's names go and if they're financially okay. I mean, I'm just asking as a respectful thing, if you're making money off these men, make sure these old men in their late 60s, 70s are taken care of equally. Don't matter, matter if you're making $10, then $2, 3 4 $5 should go their way. Well, you know, I and, 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 and I think that there's, and I think, yeah, and I think that, that like, it's totally. Well, man, you keep talking over me, and I ain't sorry. showing you that same level. No, that's me. Respect. That's me, actually. That's Adam. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Adam. <laughs> so, no, I was but, just, I was just, just, go ahead. I, I, go ahead. I'm just, this is a disrespectful thing when it comes to old men. We're talking about old men. I've seen Johnny Boone since he got a penitentiary. This man has to have somebody come over to open up a can of pop or a two-leaf for it because he shakes. So, yes. He is not the big bull that he always was and put fear in everybody's heart. 
but he is still that man, and people should show him respect. And if you're making money off straight. of him, oh, if you're making money off of him, 100%. that percentage, there, there is a percent that should go back that, that, that should be respectful. That's all I got to say on this subject. Yeah. And, and while I state this, uh, you presented a family member of mine, Garland Russell, in a very negative light in that book. You know, there's family members there that you should talk to before you present people like a psychopath. Garland Russell did a lot good for a lot of people. Um, Garland Russell man, killed I mean, multiple people. When you tread on these subjects, man, it, it, it should be treated with respect. Respect. And that, that's all I'm trying to say, man. So, um, well, you know, the thing you is. You guys have your own conversation. You guys do whatever y'all want to do. But certain others know what's real. Um, and and this, this shit is hurtful considering it's old men that are struggling still this day after they done spent 20, 24 years, 17 years, 19 years, 18 years, respectively, in the penitentiary. Oh, for sure. So, for growing marijuana. Yeah, and especially now when people are, and, and now it's like, you know, it's be, like I was saying, it's becoming, you know, uh, a normal thing, a normal business that people can actually uh, get involved in. And there's a lot of times where the people that were involved in from the beginning weren't, you know, that's not their style. They were just, they were really good growers. That's what they do. Or they're really good at distribution. That's what they did. And so putting those people into, you know, not being able to be in part of the, uh, of the industry is fucking hurtful in itself. But I think what could be a really, I mean, there's now that you were saying before, like people are in their sixties and seventies, they all have, you know, a lot of them have children and grandchildren that are probably growers themselves. And I see this as a perfect opportunity to maybe gel all this and make it all work because now, you know, I think anybody can look at it and see that if the story, the, the, all these things about cannabis, it's all about authenticity, right? If you're not authentic, then you're nothing really, right? And that's how it is. And that thing is, you, you can, you can create authentic. You can't create authenticity. But you can, you can repair it in the sense of like, hey, you've already taken the, you know, James has taken the effort of, you know, putting it into, you know, keeping the cornbread idea alive. But at the same time, he'll never be the cornbread mafia. And he, but he, but you know, make the connection. Let the let some of the people who are part of the original crew supply the, the the products for him to to make it work and then reciprocate in that way and there's definitely ways for everybody to kind of take care of each other i mean I hope, let me yeah. let me just let me just I, say I like, like in, a, in, a, in a perfect in a perfect world this can really work out to the benefit of everyone but there's things that are that are uh preventing uh a perfect world from happening and and part of that is uh, the fullest expression of Johnny Boone's uh, legacy as as a cannabis grower is his genetics. And there's going to be an opportunity one day for Johnny Boone's genetics to be uh, uh, cultivated and sold in retail. And that's that's a you know that's a that's a great potential that can provide uh, you know for his family for generations. And if there's a if there's, if there's an opportunity for me to play a part in helping uh, Johnny bring that product to market. Um, you know, I look forward to the day when that's possible. But right now, today, what well, we can do with uh, legal hemp with 0.3 THC is is a is a different ball game. And the ball game is in certified organic um, uh, CBD products because uh, the consumer wants USDA certified organic CBD products, and that's a different supply chain. Right. 
the and consumer you're, you're wants THC. Right, James, I can assure you. <laughs> no, you're right. You're 100 percent correct. Now we agree. Now we agree. You're 100. Well, at least he he gets that too. I mean, that is that is yeah. the the definite bigger future yeah. picture. All right, but hold on for a second because you know the angle that he just brought up is something that I've been you know turmoiling in my head, and it's something that we actually do with dark dark horse genetics is we bring other people's genetics into the legal market and you know it doesn't have to be you know looked at for some years down the road i could do it tomorrow mm -hmm. the genetics are provided and i can put them in metric you know uh, i can get them in metric the legal way and, and and fucking have their shit legally on the shelf in a few months and absolutely proceeds would be going back to my fucking crew Right. Exactly. I put the Bicket OG plant out. I uh, sent it out to Kevin Jodry in California. It's done. Went to Shango Los. It's it's in Washington State, Oregon, California, Oklahoma, Michigan. The time is now. If these no, but I want, I want I want actually I want I want some of Johnny's cuts, and I know uh, I know Kentucky Organics. He's claiming that he's still holding my daddy's skunk cut, and uh, the the Kentucky bluegrass. And if he's got those, then those uh, those those need to be released to the public. Agreed. And, and that's, but but yeah, I also I think but I also think that but I also think that I, I do think though. I mean, um, obviously that THC and CBD are not on the same ballpark. But the reality is that no. in Kentucky you can't grow THC at this point in time. You can grow hemp, and you can grow it on scale, right. and you can grow and right. and and, and, but, and uh, as a grower as a grower, I'm one thing is like. Yeah, a farm in, in in Kentucky, Adam. Uh, that, that we did hemp on, but we stay in Michigan now on this farm. Right. Um, there's no medical. There's no nothing in Kentucky. No. But they have resources outside, and and they know this. Yeah. But, um, but and, the beautiful part is to, to Mr. Higdon. I'm not saying yeah. anything. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm saying there's there's time still now to to make things right. I know you're shopping this book and everything else to different shows. Make sure that the old guard, the old heads, get their respect. Make Man, if you want to talk to me about this, if you want to talk to me about this offline, I'm happy to discuss this with you. But this is not the sort of this is you know yeah. talking about this. Public no, man, is, don't is, get, on, don't get on a public forum talking about the cornbread mafia if you don't want somebody to call you out with permission on that subject. <laughs> that's a good point. If that's you are point. shopping this shit, <laughs> yeah, make sure That's all I got to say. Go yeah, I mean, I mean, the main thing is the main thing is nobody nobody's going to sign any contracts on the air. We know that, but at the same time, I think I think that the I think that the factors. I think I. I think personally, from my point of view, like I think you guys have it 100% handled on the THC side. We don't, nobody, you guys don't need any help in that world. But, but, but I, what I do see right. is the fact that James has taken the taken it into a different direction, which is the CBD side. And I'll tell you, there's one thing that is beautiful about. I mean, it like when you're growing cannabis, right, and and you're growing it in scale, you can only smoke so much of it yourself. So the reality is, just looking at fields of beautiful cannabis plants, whether they're CBD or THC, whatever cannabinoid they are, it's a beautiful feeling anyway. And I think for Kentucky, Absolutely. it would be great to see, even if like as a fuck you to everybody, like, hey, you guys, we can grow this and we're allowed to grow this. So why the fuck are we not growing like shitloads of this, even if it isn't what we're about, let's say. But at the end of the day, you got somebody like James who's actually got you know na national, uh, because the beauty about CBD is you can send it anywhere right that's the thing about thc when you're in states you can only do it in michigan for instance now you're in michigan okay now i got to go to california and deal in california now i got to go to colorado and deal in colorado so you have all these different things and there's no 
like continual thing. Best is to be able to grow it all in one spot and ship it out to wherever the fuck you want to ship it out to. So if it's Kentucky grown, because Kentucky was the fucking center of all the hemp production before, you know, not about THC, just about hemp production because it is the perfect fertile ground for hemp. That's what it's made for. It's best place to grow fiber. Only place, only only place you can grow fiber hemp right now in America is in Kentucky. So if you want to, nobody's growing fiber hemp in Colorado because you can't, it's too dry. You know what I mean? So there's so many, so if somebody was to take that into effect, maybe, you know, maybe like if there was 10 farms or 20 farms or instead of 29 farms that got busted, let's say 29 farms that were actually growing hemp for him that he was producing it and selling it and you guys were all making money, I'd feel so much better about that than, than, and you guys can, like I said, you guys can deal with the THC yourself. You don't have to worry about, James doesn't need to get involved, I don't think. It's not his department. So keep, everybody sticks in their lane and I think you guys can, can probably help each other out in the long run and make it all work, I, I think. What the hell do I know? I mean, you know, I, it's rough, it's rough call, but mm-hmm. you know, I've kind of spoken my piece on, on how I felt about it, you know, as being, um, you know, somebody that, that was fucking involved through, uh, well, all of my life, but not, not all of, of Cornbread's life. And, you know, I just, I, I, like, a, like Nick was saying, I just want to see Johnny and Jimmy at least fucking taken care of, man, because... They both served time way more than they fucking should have. Johnny, Johnny spent fucking, you know, a good portion of his life behind bars. And if anybody's going to fucking make money off our goddamn name, then a good percentage of it needs to go to fucking them, period. I don't care who you are. Even me, I make any money. Like, Adam, you know damn well. Like, I, I didn't ever want anyone to know about my affiliation with Cornbread Mafia. Because it's something I've been running from from decades, you know, looking over my shoulder, wondering when I'm going to fucking go to jail. Right. And, you know, it was just because of COVID that Johnny got out. We, none of us expected Johnny to ever see the light of day again. That's crazy. You know, and there's just, there's just so much to this that's got so much emotion for me that, you know, I wish I could be a little bit more civil about it than, than what I have been. But, you know, I, I, I've tried to be civil as I can. And, and, and to be as positive as I can. And it's like, you know, I, I agree with you. Do your own thing. Make money. But if you're going to make money with our name, then reciprocate it. That's all. You know, nothing okay. more, nothing less. If you want to set, if you want to expand your own brand and you want to do it the right way, I'll fucking help you if you're helping us. Period. Yeah, that's all. And I see a lot of, I see a, I see a a big wide avenue to work in there that can actually be very And and I'm happy to, I'm happy to talk to you. I'm happy to talk to you about this uh, offline. I'll get, Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I'll get you guys linked up after the show for sure. So you guys can talk. No no, No no problem. problem I just, I just think there's some miscommunication at the, at the foundation of this, uh, um, misunderstanding that involves, uh, um, you know, when we started our company versus when, uh, Bicket and Boone started, which was a year ahead of us. So, like, you know, we didn't take cornbread from anyone. It was there, and no one was using it. So, you know... Out of Jimmy's mouth, he he said that you threatened to sue him if he used the cornbread name. Now, are you telling me right now to, to, you know, at least not to my face, but over over the phone, that that's a lie? Well, I'm not not calling Jimmy Bicket a liar, because I like Jimmy Bicket a lot. Jimmy Bickett's been really good to me, and and I uh, respect and admire and and wish I could hang out more 
with Jimmy Bickett. I miss the poker games on Sunday. Uh, so I'm not going to call <laughs> Jimmy Bickett uh, anything but a good person because I like Jimmy Bickett. But yeah. I never threatened to sue Jimmy Bickett. Ever. Well, I don't know. So maybe, you know, I'll give you some credit. Maybe there's some miscommunication going on here. Let's let's find out and let's get to the bottom of it and let's find the best uh, solution for the situation. And you know, I'm happy to find solutions. I just there there's there's more to this than I'm uh, going to talk about on a on a on a live show. I get it. I get it. Yeah, uh, for sure. And I think I think we got. I think we got. I think we got somewhere. I think we got somewhere. Like doing it over the phone. Yeah. It's all good. Um, no, I think we, I think we, uh, you know, at least I'm glad that it wasn't like just a one sided conversation where we talk about this and we don't never now, you know, get frankly, to the bottom yeah, of this because this is, this is important stuff. I'm glad we started to air this out because this is bound to happen eventually and, and it's a good conversation to have. But there's, you know, parts of this conversation that are best had privately. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, but uh, I would have gladly had it privately. I was told about this yesterday. And, you know, I was told that, there, you know, Adam was going to have a, uh, a show with the Cornbread Mafia, but I didn't know who the fucking guest was going to be. So, you know, I'm, I'm like wondering, okay, who, who of my crew is going to be on here and nobody knows about it? Jimmy had no knowledge of it. You know, nobody fucking knew. And then this morning, I see that it's going to be you. And, you know, like I said, ever since I, I found out about, I only found out about the book last year, bro. Like, you know, I, I'm serious. I've been running from our name. And I'm sorry if I, I, I may be wrong in feeling this way, but I feel like you've been benefiting off our name while I've been fucking dodging it. Like, you know, that, that's a fucked up feeling. Yeah. No, it's, uh, like I said, it's important. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know, I don't know, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I can empathize with you running. Like, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've you know, I've, I, I know folks in, in similar situations, but, you know, I don't, I don't you know, can't, uh, I can't apologize to you for, how, how I've come about, you know, um, working in this field. Um, you know, it's just, um, I've spent a lot of time. That's, that's an honorable, time. honorable statement. Well, there you go. <laughs> I turned uh, definitely, uh, uh, interesting, interesting, you know, and, and I'm glad we could bring this out and get everybody kind of, somewhere because i think this is like yeah like james said this needed to come out it's it, this yeah. shit's been brewing for years now you know or at least over a year for me and i didn't fucking address it we're in our third year of the company and and you know like you know eventually this is a conversation that that's 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 going to happen uh you know um it's not a perfect world and i wish things were different than they are now uh, everyone that you're talking about i admire deeply uh and 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 you know there's there's some things that that, that could have gone better, but that's about as much as I'm going to talk about. You know, here I think you can understand yeah. my respect for these people. Mean I'm not going to start saying stuff. Right, right. I I, I can I can understand where you, where you're coming from right now, and I I actually appreciate it. So, um, you know, like, but yeah, let's just, let's there's, definitely there's talk this, outside of this one. There's more to this than 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 what you're upset about. And and I think that if you right. had a full understanding sure. of, of the situation, you'd you'd understand it a little better. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a total fucking redneck dumbass, even though I am from Kentucky. Uh, but you know, so I got I got kind of a clue uh, of the angle that you're proposing. But 
like I said, let's let's definitely talk outside of this forum and let's just find a solution, you know, because getting all pissed off about the fucking past ain't doing a goddamn thing. But no, let's talk about the future because the future has changed as well. You know, you should damn well know as well as I know. Nobody expected Johnny to see the light of day. Johnny's out of prison right now. Yeah, and yeah, he's not doing great, but he's still somewhat with us. Let's fucking get him some fucking notoriety and, and blown up as a fucking cannabis celebrity, cannabis OG that the fucking he is. 100%. You know, before he fuck, before his time's done. Yeah. You know? I mean, That's what I want to fucking make happen. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, and, and think about it. Like, you should be, you know, right now, he, sh- he should be uh, slathered up in his CBD oil. He should be having all these products. Should he just be unlimited, uh, you know, because this is the time, this is the time right. this, shit, this shit can actually work. Maybe this will help, you know what I mean? And it can, there is a full he circle. Be, he should be living like Tommy Chong right now, and, right. and he's not. <laughs> well, let's, let's make it, let's, let's uh, you know, universally try to put that out there for uh, anybody listening. Also, because I think we can definitely, I mean, unfortunately, if, of course he gets out for COVID during the time when we're not even allowed to fucking hang out and do anything good, but soon come, these things are going to happen again, and like I you mean, said, everyone's what, vaccines it's gonna be time to hang out again soon and when it does people are gonna be wild let's let's uh make it a point to uh get johnny boone uh the respect and all the shit that he needs you know that he deserves that 100 i feel it yeah i appreciate the shit out of it man like you know this our community is is something else and it's special and unfortunately it's something that jimmy and johnny don't know anything about like they've never truly been part of the cannabis community yeah. other than fucking, you know, the time that they fucking served, you know? So yeah, we, we, we owe it to them. Everyone, you know, I love how, uh, farmer in the sky, old wolf seagull come out and it was like, you know, I'm the inventor of sea of green. So all of y'all owe me and you should donate 10 cents to my GoFundMe. <laughs> I don't know how many years back he made that post, but you know, and Johnny would never make that post, but you know, if there was ever anyone in the fucking community that would deserve some kind of outpouring like that, like it's them hundred percent. It's them. Yeah. Well, you know, like I was saying earlier to bring authenticity to your brand having him connected to your brand in any way, shape or form is only going to make you, it's only going to make you stronger. So the thing is by bringing him by, by taking, you know, giving back to him, you're going to, it's, it's not just helping him. It's helping you. It's helping everybody. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's just like this guy said, it's Jimmy and Johnny and and they're, they're the living legacy of, of, uh, of a, of a long tradition of, of some remarkable outdoor cannabis made grown in the place where it, it grows best. And it's, and, 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 and Johnny Boone is one of the naturally one of the most intelligent men I've ever met in my life. And, you know, uh, self-educated and, and just an incredibly great, um, uh, you know, breeder of genetics. Like it's what he was, it's what he was. And, you're, and you're in a unique position now where there is this category of smokable flower in the CBD realm. So yeah, it's not like smokable flower, not legal in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, sorry about that. Fucking Kentucky. Fucking Kentucky. About the Neanderthal like, party. Well, like, we you can still be, work. You can there's other places you can grow it still and you can still get the same crew doing it for you. You know, they can. Right. But the, the real magic, right? Like being able to legally grow in Kentucky, Kentucky genetics and sell them to the world as Kentucky grown mm-hmm. Kentucky genetics. Like mm-hmm. we're, we're not there yet. And and we'll be there well, soon. You know, and and but but right now we're not there. You know what's lacking, Jimmy? What's that? Lobbying. 
you know, like here in Colorado, like I, I hate to admit it, but like, you know, anytime we, we have to have something push the direction that helps our, uh, you know, legal industry, mm-hmm. then we literally have to invest in lobbyists. You know, well, they're so, the ones that get shit pushed through our fucking state legislature. And that's the so exact Cal- same way it works in every state. So well, even in Kentucky, in backwards ass Kentucky, the last fucking like it's surrounded by legal states at this point. That's but right, it's that's still, right. you know, fighting. So Illinois is full legal. Um Virginia's about to go full legal, it seems like. Uh West Virginia, Ohio, Missouri are all medical. Um uh, we're we're basically Michigan. surrounded by states with 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 cannabis, um, uh, but other states have ballot referenda. Colorado had ballot referenda. People can sign a petition, get a law on a ballot, and, and vote for it without it going through any politician. Um, and Kentucky doesn't have that, right. so we're, we're we're stuck with backward politicians who. Um, so that lobbying effort, which which I'm directly and our company is directly engaged in, we're we're joining cornbread hemp is joining the Kentucky chamber of commerce to directly advocate for cannabis legalization and to end workplace drug testing. Like we're working uh, through the mechanisms that are available to lobby for real change in this regard, in this state actively right now, all the time. Yeah. Um, that's what you got to do, bro. Like, you know, Nick, if he's still on here, he was, he was right there fucking lobbying for actual medical marijuana, not just the fucking CBD side. And, you know, that's we part of the crew. reason why he was persecuted so much afterwards. You know, he was, we he got was a good demonized crew in afterwards, you know. We got a good crew in Kentucky advocating for medical marijuana. Kentuckians for medical marijuana, um, led by uh, Eric Crawford, Jaime Montavo. Uh, they're doing a great job with the legislature. It would have passed last year if COVID hadn't locked down the session. Uh, it's not going to pass this year because it's a short session. Uh, hopefully we get it through across the line uh, next year. Um, it's just a problem with so many Republicans. Uh, Republicans are about split 50-50 on this. And leadership won't let them take a vote if it's going to split their party. So the lobbying effort needs to be directed at Republican leadership to get the Republicans on board with um, getting this over the finish line. And we're going to have to we're going to have to lobby everyone in the legislature all year long because it's not going to happen again until this time next year. Yeah. Well, but it's unfortunate, but it sounds like you're you're at least you know you're not uh, ignorant to the fact. I'm. I'm. Look. A lot of the, like a lot of the stuff that you're saying, I'm 100 percent with you, and and the things you're upset with, about, I'm upset about them too. Uh, but there's just things about it that I can't talk about on a show that uh, prevent this thing from being a perfect world. We're working uh, on it. We're working like on the I perfect said, world. We'll talk about it off the show, and, and we'll make shit perfect because we run this shit. Yeah. No. And Happy to talk. And it's awesome to see. I mean, I'm so ex- that's. I mean. It, shitty situations of course like i said with COVID and stuff but the fact that uh, people are like johnny getting out on that i mean is amazing for, and definitely is worth like you said while while you have an opportunity to do something this is the best moment in time to and that'll just help everybody out in the long run so i love it <clears throat> yeah thanks, i agree thanks for calling in though dude it was Epic for sure, man. I had, I mean, I had to, like, yeah. you know, um, no, I don't want someone watching my I, show I, I stewing and well. explode. Yeah. With it. I'd rather have them, and I've had this before with people. I take just call in, man, just call in if you have a problem with it, call in because we can figure this shit out, you know what I mean? It's just like, but you sitting around and getting all pissed off it isn't going to help, right? So I'm glad you <laughs> took that and uh, ran with it. So, 
Yeah, for sure, brother. Uh, I appreciate you, and uh, I thank you for having me on. And, uh, you know, like I said, this this may turn out to be a, a good thing. Hey, hey. That's, what, that's, that's the, uh, the idea, right? Yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, like, let's get in touch. Yeah, for sure. All right, Adam. Well, I appreciate your time. Yeah, and I'm we'll going to jump soon. off here. All right, and, man. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, link me and uh, I will. Me and James up so we can at least discuss it. I will, 100%. All right, appreciate you. All right, thanks. And the next segment is sponsored by Adam Dunn Conflict Resolution Services. <laughs> I'm working on it. Oh, we got another customer. Oh, here we have another Just customer. Just as I spoke, Jim, quick, get off. Uh, huh? What's that? What's going on, guys? They hung up. Yo. Oh. They hung up. Oh. Oh, they hung up. <laughs> I thought we had. I thought we were back on. Um, well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that was happening. I didn't. It wasn't a setup. So just so you know, we didn't. We did not bring you in here to set you up. Um, but I'm glad that that because I, I like I said in the morning I got a bunch of messages and I could tell that there was going to be there was tension out there. You know what I mean? And I was like, shit, this is not what I not not the angle that I wanted to do because I want people to uh, a I want the, like I I think that like I said in the beginning, the fact that you wrote a book shows that dedication because writing a book is hard and then dealing with cops and reports and fucking read. I mean, I hate to read anything more than a couple pages. Of, and when it gets to like, 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 uh, you I know, discoveries, dis, like reading discoveries and reading like things like that is so painful. It's like, Oh my God. Like, Oh, like every time it makes your stomach knot up. You know what I mean? When you look at, especially in you, and then you realize I'm sure, I'm sure in, Kentucky, there must be uh, a lot of uh, backdoor deals and craziness going on. Um, you know, just because of the, like you said, the way that the <laughs> the way the politics works and the way that the the you know, it's a, definitely some good old boy shit going on there. Uh, well, that's the good stuff, right? Like when you when the, the, the if you're the on the right side of it, as long as you're on the right well, side of it, yeah. And from 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 the writing from the from the writing of it, right? Like learning about how this stuff happened, how it was massaged through this good old boy system. Like from a storytelling perspective, mm -hmm. was really the good stuff. Um, even though it was totally corrupt and terrible, and if you on the wrong end of it, it was dramatic. Okay. Uh, from a storytelling perspective, it's you know like it's, it's, it's really so dramatic. so. Speaking of which, now here we are on a podcast, right? And you saw that you saw how much uh, you know. There's there, there's passion out there for this for this story, and the fact that Johnny's out and everything. You know, why don't you maybe think about putting this together as a podcast, sort of uh, with the real players, if possible? Well, a because mini, that would a mini series that would be like epic right there. Because a they get to talk, b you get to resolve your issues and at the same time you can create your business and you can just keep on rolling you'd be like all right so i don't know that's something something on the side because right now everybody's starting a podcast right so this is a perfect i'd say this would be i think that my publisher uh the the uh, cornbread mafia publisher is is looking into producing uh the book reproducing the book as a podcast i don't know if that means as like you know kind of a radio play sort of thing how did i know well how did i know your publicist should expect a call from uh, danny danko for grow bud for yourself uh, I love Danny Danko. Be appearing on his show next week, probably. So, uh, or in two weeks. So, just be yeah. prepared. I, I don't know. It's probably going to be an LA number or New York. Right? So, uh, You'll be seeing it. Just soon. know it's coming in. No, it's a. I love that guy. I I, uh, I I hung out with him in the High Times offices several times. Excellent. He is the only cool guy that was in the High Times yeah. office at certain moments in time. Yeah. Like once they've whittled it down to the uh, bone, the bare bones crew there, it was like pretty much. 
Danny was the man right there. Uh, <laughs> he's no longer Danny Danko. He's formerly known as Danny Danko now. By the oh, way, oh right, that's that was yeah. that's that's the that's the the byline. Exactly. exactly. What is it again? Vinkovetsky. Yes. Vinkovetsky. Exactly. Um, so, so you had a second book though too, right? Didn't you? Right. Yeah. So well. So cornbread. Oh, was we got in- a call coming in for this call. No, no, I'm oh, just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, so cornbread was uh, hardcover in 2012 and paperback in 2013, and then uh, re-released uh, in 2019. Uh, but in between there, I wrote a, a, a short history of uh, of a Louisville neighborhood called Portland. It's called the Nearly Forgotten History of Portland, Kentucky, and it was right on the Ohio River. So uh, John James Audubon was there. Uh, uh, Henry Henry Clay owned a piece of it. Uh, uh, Charles Dickens, when he tours America, goes through there. So it's this really uh, rich historical uh, place. They're coming, been... they're coming for you, by the way. Just so you oh, know, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just in case yeah. you want to get your bug out bag ready, because <laughs> freeze. Do you have a go bag? You better grab yeah, it right everyone now. Has a go, everyone has a go grab bag. Grab the birds. Grab the birds and the go bag. Uh, the birds were just narking them out. The birds were all narking them out earlier. They were like, he's right here. He's right here. That's why they were talking so much. They were like setting up the coordinates for you at that moment. Did you know? Notice that they weren't chirping when you weren't talking, but when you started talking, they would start chirping. I mean, that's what I, made I, me think it was all in my head. I did not notice that. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back and check that in post. So, how did so? What's it? What's the best um, source? Is it Amazon or somewhere? Where, where's the best place to get your book? Oh yeah, you can get it on Amazon. But uh, I always tell people to check with their local books bookseller, right? Like, yeah. like go talk to your local bookseller. Um, uh, or if you don't have a local bookseller, it's on Amazon. Yeah, of course. So local bookseller, it's nineteen ninety five, and on Amazon, it's two fifty. Something like that. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, okay. And you know, like, and it's you know, it's um, and there's also this uh, you know outsized notion of 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 what a book writer gets paid for a book like that. Like it's a first time book writer contract for a nonfiction book. Um, you know, how, we, how was lunch that they bought you then? Yeah, you get lunch right. usually, lunch, and then maybe you might might get a, 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 a little the, bonus. The way the contract is, uh, <laughs> like a yeah. book, you get one you know, book, a dollar a copy or something like that, keychain or something like that. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> free Prime membership. Right, that's always worth it. Um, so okay, so local bookstore, and then do you have a? Uh, are you promoting it any other on website or? Uh, I mean, Instagram? really, you know, uh, uh, cor- you know, at Cornbread Hemp on Instagram, at Cornbread Hemp on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Jim Higdon on Twitter and CornbreadHemp.com. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, I bet Uh-oh. what's up? What's going Sorry. on? No, something dinged. I was oh, thinking something was going to I don't know. Right right Everyone's nervous now. Everyone's all nervous and twitchy. Everyone's fault. like, oh. I got to put on the do not disturb, and then things got lively. I couldn't do not disturb it. So I just got a no- I didn't get notifications because, sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> no problem. Um, well, we got to do our, we're going to do some ads in a minute, and then we have another guest coming up in a minute. So um, I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope that maybe this uh, opens up a whole new chapter to the, to the, uh, Cornbread to the cornbread brand because we're gonna get another book out of it. Well, you know, and, and thanks for helping us through the air. I really appreciate, uh, yeah, I really appreciate the conversation. You know, like it, you know, I, it's you know, it's regrettable that these guys are that they called in were upset, but it's a misunderstanding, it's a miscommunication, and we'll work it out. 
Yeah, no, hundred percent. And like, and, and I mean, the thing is, uh, I think you're in a unique position because, like, you you know, you grew up around all these people, and you know, there's there's when when I hear someone say, "I know your daddy," then I know the shit can get worked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at that point in time, it's not like you're coming in from like fucking New York and writing a story about everybody and making a bunch of money right. and starting to farm it like that. That would be a hundred percent disrespectful in the sense of at least, you know, at least you're coming from the re you know, it's like, you're really there. And like, you know, I'm sure we, I'm you can from work there and I'm here now. And right? I'm like, I'm, yeah, you know, like, exactly. You know, like, exactly. I, didn't, I didn't go anywhere. No, you didn't go to Cali and start a thing and call it cornbread. And then that would be just right. a double, double slap to the thick and face at that point so i hope they appreciate it and i think um we're gonna make something out of all this and it's gonna be cool okay, in the in the end this will all get worked out yeah no i love it it's great um uh, so thanks for thanks for joining us and uh hopefully we'll talk to you and we, yeah we'll, we'll talk to you again and we'll keep i'll i'll give you a report on your on your products oh i appreciate that thanks a lot you can, you can uh, use my uh, testimony you. you can use my testimony a little bit it'll be, it'll be <laughs> worth millions <laughs> no, right, thanks, I appreciate it. thanks man right thanks for having me Cool, cool. Here we um, go. We got Let's up. see how he does. Oh yeah, this is the this is the moment. This is your moment to shine. How long to turn off the Zoom call? Your Zoom. Oh, you're he's yeah. for the mouse. Yeah, this is. I... So I know <laughs> dun, dun, I know dun, he's still dun, listening dun, on dun, YouTube, dun, so I don't mind saying this. But do you think his first call is to cancel the California brand? <laughs> he's calling right now. He's like, shit, cancel that shit. Cancel that shit. If we were going to have a California bread, you would cancel that shit because Adam just outed us on the show. Yeah. We should not have that right now. No, it would be bad. It wasn't about that. I'm talking about, yeah, exactly. I'm saying if he moved to Cali, like he left, he became all Hollywood and got all Botoxed up and he's like growing cornbread, it would be bad. No. No, the really Cali thing to do would be just sell it to someone in California but still live in Kentucky because, you know, the cost of the adjustment would be. You know, well, no one's, no one's moving to Cali these days anyway, but everyone's moving yeah. out. That's the, that's the latest. Okay, New guys. I am Nutrients.com. Holy moly. Dot hey, com. Millennium calm. helps you build plants, but shout out to Cousin Andy, who's building me a studio there. I'm going to have a little Robin Quivers, little hot, little glass. But you're going to be double down, dude. Bowl. You're going to be doubling up. Don't give that away. I know. Yeah, yeah, I just said right. double. Down. Yeah, double down. Right. You, you down. Wait, what, are you, what are you? What are you doing? You're giving something away. Is that what you're doing over there? You're no, giving yeah, things away. Yeah, yeah. Are you giving on, shit right. away? I thought you hey, just get free time. shit. It's time for sponsors and new millennium nutrients. I thought Dave's all about free shit. Just give me. Give. I'm not all about free shit. I'm about. I'm about promoting something that people believe in. You use new millennium nutrients, so everyone who listens to the show should use it too. That's right no new millennium nutrients uh takes the guesswork out of everything real simple to use formulas they have a couple different well i say simple to use you can adjust it in all different ways they have a pro sort of one they got a basic one you want to keep it simple you know but uh you can go to their website you go to new millennium nutrients.com you check out their store finder you check out their calculator the calculators to uh, estimate how much nutrients you'll need per cycle for depending on your container size etc uh Definitely use Done Deal though on the way out. Always when you're Got checking it. out, Done Deal. And if you're contacting them, tell them you heard about it on the show. That'll get you like uh, immediately turned turn, like hung up on. They'll just be like click. Sorry, don't know who you are. No, they won't. They'll take care of you. They love to hear from the guests of the show or from the guests from the listeners of the show. Uh, but yeah, easy to use. You can also grab like one or two products. You don't have to go for the whole line. Uh, totally works with all lines. Um, 
There's a couple of interesting ones. Decisions are really interesting one because there's very few companies that have anything that's for in between cycles. It's always about this is for grow, this is for bloom. Mm. This is like, hey, I'm about to go into bloom, so maybe I want to set these plants up, hit them with a rounded decision. You really do notice a difference, and so that's that's good because it's a one shot deal. So you really see the difference there. Whereas if you try to use a, some products and you're using, you have to use them the whole cycle to see the difference, and mm. it's kind of hard to notice. But if you see hit them one time and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck's happened there? It's a good sign, right? Nice. Anyway, right. Check works them well. out. Works well. Works pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. All right. Yep. Speaking of pretty good. Hey, so this, I, I oh, never, well, I, I think they might have nine brands holy by shit. next week, probably. Really? Right. So Medically Correct is is just an amazing conglomerate are of brands. brands. Are there brands just banging like in the background and just creating new brands or whatever? Well, it's it's really going to oh, position themselves Nove. for proper acquisition Nove in the future. Out you know, two months, month. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Sh- shout out to D Money. D Money. Shout out to D Money. Big Keek, update. Queek. How do you pronounce that? Queek. Kick. Quick. 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 I don't know. I wonder if I it's no quick. I, we do know how to pronounce that. Yeah. Nove. Yes, but True Pura. But the discount is with True Pura. So you go to truepura.com, you enter Dundee at checkout, and it's 20% off, and they ship anywhere in the United States. The, the tincture, again, I say it all the time. I give it to my dog. She's been doing great. Um, I, Nove chocolate, love it. But Incredibles is my favorite. I was, I was just going to say, that's what I say that about Dave's bagels. Going on. I gave them to my dog. What happened about my bagels? That's what I usually you say know, about your bagels. I say, oh, that. I gave them to my dog. Why are they gonna die? Don't Impacted colons and give grain to bagels. Yeah, to bagels. <laughs> don't give grain no. to bagels. What are you talking about? Oh, dude, Dave, you're out of your mind. Too many bong ribs for Dave. Dave, he's I'm losing stoned. his mind. It's the 50 milligram Incredibles that I ate while you everything was going I saw on. That. And I'm a chat. It kicked in right at the end there. You got all quiet. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Good. so incredible. Well, I wasn't uh, involved. Uh, in that. You know, that's that. just. Uh, I'm just I'm going to do a dab. For, you, for finish uh, you, you finish this. You I'm sure I'll this. get shit for it. I'm doing a dab. Yes. You finish this. So, but the best way to get a hold of Incredibles is to head over to Green Farms Med in either Colorado Springs, Denver, or Pueblo. And I can tell you this, we, we have, we, we're going to have to reach out to, to, um, no, what did I just say? Why, why, was, why was I saying that? I was saying apothecary extracts. Green Farms Med is in Colorado Springs, and Green Farms Med will give you a ton deal discount if you ask for it. Their flower is absolutely amazing. JW brought a jar for me, and it's, I mean, it's, something, it's really something special. I mean, it's got such a great aroma. He's got some really good one-to-one natural strains growing right now. And what are you in with rosin is fantastic. Country fruit, there's only a few grams left. You got to try his tincture. Okay, listen, I, you give me shit. You say I'm looking for you. I'm not looking for free shit. I'm telling you, if you have any sleeping issues, anxiety issues, shit, just daily stresses, this tincture is recommended. I hope I'm not a doc, but it fucking works for me. It's got what ten different canoids in it. Canoids, spectrum it's got canoids. He's like glitching and out. Said, oh, is he glitching? Did I just break up. You know, I said, "Hold on." It was glitchy. It was funny. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I heard canoids, and I heard something else that was kind of funny. Oh yeah, canoids. <laughs> <laughs> canoids are good though. I like canoids. Yeah, I like canoids. canoids. That's kind of the new. Canoids. I'm sure that's the... Yeah, yeah, you're all fucked up. Yeah, it does. It's okay. Right. Dave's done. All right. Nope. You're done. 
You're done, Dave. It just says my internet connection is unstable. Oh, that's what happened. Oh, man. The storm's hitting, dude. See? This is what's going down. Snowpocalypse. It's slowly crushing Dave's house right now. He's under how many feet you got? Nothing. <laughs> well, it sounds like you got like five feet of snow. No, you know what it is? It's my daughter's probably sitting in the living room playing Minecraft. Oh, oh, oh what does she think? No. God, doesn't yeah. she know that you're a superstar, main, a superstar podcaster? That you have to have you, know, you have a huge audience that's waiting for, to hear every every word you say. No, no. Hey, restart your thing again, dude. Restart. I'll I'll continue. Just go back to your bagels. Relax. All right. What do we got going on? Green farm. Green farms dot. Oh man, Dave! If, if Dave was here, he Dave would get her. here. If only Dave was here, we uh, could get through all this. Oh man, I guess we're fucked. We're all right, totally fucked. One more time. Okay. Greenfarmsmed.com. Okay. Boom. Next. Oh shit! Build a soil. <clears throat> I reached out to Jeremy because uh, we were needing a bunch of stuff for uh, Area 420. It's going to be uh, basically I'm going to be buying the whole store. That's what it sounds like. Oh. Yep. I was like, we're ready. But if you uh, want to buy. Anything over 500 bucks, you get free shipping inside of Colorado and New Mexico, which is exactly where Area 420 is at. So it's perfect. It's right next to New Mexico. Um, right. They have everything you need for I- IPM products or soil, obviously, um, and super hard to find stuff, too. So like, if you, you go to their website, you check out what they got, you compare it to any other grow like distribution thing, and you're like, they really have a very high like everything they have is the highest of quality and there's vetted and smart instead of having like well we got 15 different versions of this and it's like all crap you know because that's what most places are like but check them out check them out buildasoil.com or go to 855-877-SOIL uh i don't go there call there i should say that uh go there Go, go to that number. There. Just go to that number go there. and stand there and wait. What do you do? Click it or something? You click on the number, bro. No, you uh, go to buildasoil.com and uh, use done deal on checkout, of course. Anyway. Hover sk- glass. Skip. Wop. Okay. Zipping it. Dupe. Bop. Okay. Zowie. Okay. Ozo coffee. Ozo coffee. <laughs> hey, Dave. Where's Dave? Dave's missing in action. This is his moment to shine. I know. He's probably 1950. Like, he has to say the words 1959 roaster. Thank you. That's important. Yes. Just I'm just going to say words. I'm not even going to say the whole thing. 1959 roaster, green, fresh beans. Shipped. Shipped. Boom. The strain hunter coffee. <laughs> Exactly, you got it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it would sound if he was on the show because it would be glitching every five seconds and you'd only hear those words. You only got, and yeah. canoids. Oh, yeah, canoids. Forgot. Lots of canoids. Flanoids. Okay, he's back. He's back. Flanoids. Hey, the noids back. The Avoid noids. the noids. I love, I love Ozo coffee. Avoid I the noids. Do you remember yeah. that? Do you remember Avoid the Noid? Avoid the Noid? Yeah, no. Yeah, Avoid the Noid. You don't remember the Noid? The Noid, dude. The Noid is like when you've closed your pizza box and it all sticks to the top. That's the Noid, bro. Oh, that's when they invented that little, that little like disc Mm -hmm. that sits right on top. Was to avoid the Noid. Oh, yeah. Or it's like a, it was like a chair, a coffee table. Is that really how it came about? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just that cartoon character. I had like the video game. He didn't know. Like Avoid the Noid. Yeah, Yeah. it was Noid. Oh, the Noid was the hunk of cheese that would stick to the top of the fucking. Uh, so big. Is that what he looks that. like? Does he look like that? No. No, he should. <laughs> no, he was like a little red bandit looking thing. What? Yeah, you don't remember the Noid? Anyways. I don't know, bro. No. You're Did you see that? Different Ozo? generation. Yeah. Oh, commented wait. on the show card today? No, what'd they say? 
Yeah, they said that, you know what, what I said coffee and bong hits, what a concept. And they're, they're like, you know what, we should all try that someday. So I, I so think that, things are getting back. And we're, we're, <laughs> we're in, in their the good studio. graces. We're in their good graces yeah. again. Good, because I need coffee. Dude, we've, we've, I, I, think, I think we've done really well for them. I, I'm hoping we have. This is the they noid. take very good care I drink, of us. I drink the so noid. much coffee from them. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, that's what he looks like, but it's still... Sweet. What do you think you're avoiding the noid for? To take that green shirt off and show that shirt off. Shout out to Craig Fox, manager of Dead & Company. Miss you, brother. You got to talk soon. Can't wait to see. Dead oh, and your shirt! Again. I didn't know what you're talking about. Oh, like, the, yeah, we were yeah, all looking around. Like, like, Where's sh- what shirt? What are you talking about? I, I, I actually oh. gave Charlie Miller a shout out for recording all those years and posting on Twitter a show every day. So, like, he'll take his this day in history and he'll post a show from this day in history. So, you know, it's a shout out to Charlie Miller again. Hey, all this right. day in history. Are we going to do another? What? What? What's this day in history? I don't know. Are we going to do another sponsor? Are we going to go into massive? No, we do. Oh, oh, he's here. He's, I didn't see he's joined. I yeah. didn't see he has joined us already. Yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah that's we'll just, what I was talking no. about his shirt. Yeah, we can. We no, you know what? We'll just let's get through the ads and then we'll end up on our boy and then he's going to join us and then you can just do a couple do a couple dabs or some bong hits while you wait. It's no problem. We we got you. Smoke yeah. a big joint of Smoke massive, a huge, massive Ozo trees. Coffee. Get the done deal. Trees. Done deal at Ozo Coffee. Okay, just hang out and wait for us, and then we're going to have Miss James Bean Man on the scene is coming in in like five minutes when we're done with our ads. Right, James? Are we on Treasure now? We are on Treasure. Treasure. He's posting He's posting up a storm on Instagram right now, so business must be fantastic. Good. Well, go check out our buddy PD over at Treasure. Make sure you use the done deal on entrance, and that'll get you free entrance and free membership. Uh, yeah, probably get your free joint if you just, you know, go and, sh- like, rub his little bald head and, like, go, give me well, free actually, jo- what? You want to just not touch him, probably. Oh, no, you it can't. He's like super germaphobe. He's corona. such a germaphobe. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you can't. No, you should definitely go up and touch So if you go up and rub <laughs> no, I no. will give you the joint. I will give you the joint if you rub his head. So anyway, either way. <laughs> Don't uh, do that. But go, just tell Petey we sent you. He loves to hear from our guest. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he um, does. And hopefully it'll be opening up soon and there'll be more of us going there. But at the moment, it's yeah. probably pretty... Slim Pickens. Right. Well, as far you as know what? They're people. doing worse at vaccine distribution out there than we are here. So let's hope they get their shit together and we can go start traveling again and and all have a good time together because yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready to get out of this fucking bubble. I'm, I'm telling you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm so ready. <clears throat> mm, right. Too so, fucking long. One more time. But then let's, when you get back... Let's go. Keep going. Move, sure. it move it up. Move it up. No, no, move it along. So move when it along. Get, so yeah. when you're back from, back oh, from Barcelona shit. and you head to Colorado Springs, I'm Pueblo, or Denver, and you know what? We do have to give them a call because I Windu. think somebody went what? into Uh-oh. the one in Pueblo, Uh-oh. asked for the done deal, and they were like, huh? Huh? So, oh. so I, I guess no one's gone into the Pueblo store, wow. which doesn't help keeping them on as a sponsor. So you guys got to head down there to Pueblo, right Colorado now. Springs, or Denver. And you ask for the done deal. I know it works in Denver because Mark talks about it all the time. Oh, yeah. No, it's no, Mark's, a gram of, of I see ambrosia. them every week. They know who I am. They know what's up. Yeah. A gram of ambrosia and an infused joint for 25 bucks. That is, that's an evening or it's a day, depending on how much you smoke or how many friends you have over doing dabs with you. So uh, 
they, they are a fantastic company. I think they're around around a hundred dispensaries right now. They do very limited processing for certain places. One of those is Fourteener, which we'll talk about in a minute, and they are just something. But we have a new sponsor, and they're in California, and their pop is Select. So they do concentrates, and you know we've Ooh, talked was, about them before. Wasn't it? It was Biggie's they, birthday, like what two days ago. They, they did oh, post. Oh yeah, that. it yeah. was right. Yeah. yeah, did they post something with their name yeah, like they Papa? Did. They better. They did. They sure did. Oh, they um, they, so did they, Sid. Okay. You know, yeah, so, it was from New York. So listen, yeah, better. That that <laughs> photo that we have up there right now is it's 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 their like their rosin. Mm -hmm. It it's the same way that JW does it. It is really something. It, I mean, it comes out like like, like tar. You know, uh, not glue, tar is not a good word. That's a bad Tar word. sounds like glue. No, yeah, uh, it's more like gluey, yeah. snappy, resiny. Very resiny. It's like true resin. It's like true resin, you know? True resin. Yeah. Which is it, nice. it is it's something special. You got to tar check it out. sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah come like, on, apologies for the tar Jesus. What was I'm it last week? Find as everyone else. White flaky love. Oh yeah, what's up, white flaky love? love. What's up, sloppy white flaky love? Sloppy. See, no, this is good, man. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to do any of the marketing anymore. No marketing, none, none, none. whatsoever. But Papa Select, great company. Um, cool. We, we, on. So we love having them on. They're our new sponsor. So if you're in Cali, anywhere in, so what is it, Southern California, Northern California? There. You know, I, I'm going to be able to talk to Boris uh, one of these days. and we'll probably get it find out. out. should probably find out the details. So probably we know a good I'm going to California in July. Oh, it looks like you're going to be landing and getting taken care Some of. Some Papa Select. Papa you Select. shouldn't tell me that you're going in July because now I know I've got, what, three, four months to work it out. So I'm just going to fucking put it on the back burner and I'm not going to fucking deal with it. So it's for my girlfriend. What about, you're not coming with us. What about what about right. um, what, what about uh, Indo Expo? Are you going to that? Ooh. When is that? Like next week or something? Ooh. No, Ooh. no, no. For the real no. hardcore, we're so hardcore. Well, no. Then I would let the cat out of the bag early about the uh, oh, other no, thing for four twenty. Oh, so you I'm can not come in. Let's say, yeah, sure. Then you can bring. No, you know, I'll video you. No, no, no. Next time, next time. But listen, hey, very hey, happy talking. to also have Num Nuts. Yeah. Oh, that we have these the guys on. Official sponsors now. Okay. Are they official? Yeah. Is it official? Yeah. It's I mean, gone. I mean it's, it's been half official forever, but like official is official. Is it it's official? A, I, it's have official. I received a big case of 20 jars of peanut butter for us to give out? That's when it gets Yet, official. No. I know that they're, do, they're, they're really they're taking it to the next level because their THC line is launching. It's being tested this week. It's going to appear in stores. And this company has potential to be a nationwide brand. Um, I can see it everywhere. It's just, I mean, it saved us on New Year's. It was just, it's not like empty calories. It's, it's the real deal, and it really works. Um, so you got to head over to numbnutsco.com. You enter done deal at checkout. I believe it's 10% off. They have nuts, actual nuts too, not just nuts. peanut butter. And I have it on good authority from Mark. I'm not a nut fan, but he loves nuts. And he, oh, he loves yeah. having salty nuts in his mouth. Yeah. So, See, the great thing is they're a little bit, they're a little sweet. Chin. They're a little, they're a little sweet spicy. and salty. They kind of like land yeah. on your chin and just hang on there. Your chin. Just, just hang you there on your, chin. on your chin. He's got like right. yeah, a couple pieces of Nut chin. Chin so nuts. make sure you enter chin Dundee nuts. at checkout and you'll get a <clears throat> discount. Um, great company again. So, yes, sir. Uh, and 14er, they're, they're just one of my favorite dispensaries, oh, yeah, right if, here, if not the favorite. And 
They, right, yeah, so, uh, I can't uh, stop talking about this Roz, and yeah, it is just something else. It's white flaky love. I mean, oh, it really no. is. Uh, did you say what white you flaky love again? Yes, he did. I did. Oh, yep. Here I am trying to I struggle have, with this thing again, like I told you. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're, you're on board with Star it. Yeah. Dog. Line up the triangles. Just line up the triangles, dude. Uh, no, don't do uh, Nobody, see, don't do that. See, just Doing use my this. teeth. Jeez. I just use my teeth. Teeth are way better. It's dude, like no way. No, you know it's not. You know it's not. Do child. that. So this um, Reno and back from them. Very nice. What did you say? It smelled like earlier, right? Chocolate, chocolate, like, chocolate, flaky love. Reno and back. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Some chocolatey tones, which are really nice and, and unique, and for like an OG with chocolate. So it's like, wow. Wow. Uh, but yeah, killer photos. Obviously, they see, they seem to just do everything high quality. Everything about their place is definitely on point. And this stuff, if you can see it, this train specific edibles, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I really enjoyed them. I really, really, really enjoyed them. Turn into a digi robot. I want more. Yeah. Am I am I screwing up again? No, you're fine though. You're fine. You're, you're fine. fine. Right. He's just only like, when you can talk like every once in a while it goes oh, you get Max Headroom on it. It's cool. <laughs> we like that. I used to like that show. Me too. Is me that too. making me that's I'm old. Yeah. But listen, you gotta head over to 14 or just there it is, say, Reno say hello. We love it so much too. See, boom. There Green oh, Crack on. and Tahoe OG. Exactly. Green Crack and Tahoe OG. Wow. So you go to 14erboulder.com, you place your pre-order, it'll be ready for you. You'll get a text. Just show up. Show me your license. You'll show, go on in. Take it. a minute. Yep. Wear a mask. Have cash ready. Tell Be him, quick. Tell them you heard about it on the show, of course. Yeah. yeah um, move it along. You know, move it along. Yeah. We don't want Oh, speaking of which. Fish shit. Oh, we have Mark. Show your shirt. Show your shirt. Come on. Show it. Get on camera. Get on camera. Show it. Yes. Get on camera, He hasn't taken that shirt off in like months. It's, it's, Three weeks. It smells worse than fish shit at this point. <laughs> that's not possible. That's not even possible. That shit smells nasty. I, I'm just, I'm it, just saying, but what is, do we need to do to get fish shit in the hands of massive seeds? Because if those trees fucking grow like they're growing now, give them fish shit. And they'll oh be, look! Oh, they'll be double size. Yeah. They'll be huge. So huge. We, we have to get you in touch with Tommy after the show. If you're, if Tommy, if you're listening or anyone from Fish It, you guys need to get in touch because uh, yeah. that's a match made in heaven right there. Perfect. We'll get you match a, made in heaven. We'll, we'll get you. It's, a, it's our the only thing is we're gonna have to send so much because he has such big trees. We'll have to be like. It's uh, okay, but listen, it's uh, our biggest done deal. I mean, yeah. our absolute biggest done deal. It's what twenty five percent off. Yeah. So how how you can't beat that? You really can't. You so can't. just enter done deal at checkout. With a baseball bat. And they'll take care of you. Probably. Okay. I, I listen. A, a lot of growers reach out to me. They're like, "Hey man, can you reach out to Tommy and and have some of that fish it sent over to me?" And I write Tommy a letter, and he doesn't hesitate, yeah. and he sends it out. And they, you know, a few weeks later, he's like, "Fuck." You know, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So, again, I, I said it in the chat room. I'm not the grower. Growers in, in, in my family. But I speak to growers, and I hear really, really good things. No one has said a bad word. No, Everyone has said something and good. The, and the funny part is, is like I've given it to people who have given it to their houseplants and then just come home and been like, dude, I don't know what that What happened? I came home and I'm I like. I got to get through so like, here. It just, gives them, it just gives them that little extra boost there, and it's it's awesome. Smells smells rank, but that's always a good thing. Fishheadfarms.com, home of the biggest done deal. Biggest done deal yeah. ever. 25% off. Oh, and if you're they? into jumping out of planes, give him a call because he's always looking for someone to jump, yep. jump with him. 
Oh, yeah, Terp Wipes right here. I wrote to these guys today. Hopefully, I'll hear back. I want to know how the done deal is going. But yeah. remember, the only way to get this is to go to terpwipes.com slash done deal. Yep. You don't enter done deal. You got to go to that website. And if we want to keep them around, if you want to see Adam using Terp Wipes all the yeah, time. if you want to see then, this. And you know you do. You know you want to see yeah. it. That's pretty you much all you want to get subscriptions. You're like, we do not I mean, want to oh, not see ooh, seeing that big old wipe going that. all over yeah. your rig. Well, you yeah. know, you, you no, know but they really work. It's also really good for like anybody who smokes a lot. Like I just had to move, and when you move, you figure out exactly where you sat, right? Like I sit here, and I smoke all the time here. So then you look at the whole house is all clean, and then right where you would sit, it'd just be like a zillion little pieces of ash stuck <laughs> yep. to the ground. And Cece spent like all day trying to fucking get this fucking. She's like, I spent. My arm, her whole arm was just burning from wow. trying to get the resin off the area that I say, yeah, it was terrible. So anyway. That's, yeah. But if I had turp wipes, I would just clean that shit off when it's fresh. Because when you let it sit and age a little bit, it gets like impossible. It, it, it turns, turns into like, it just turns into the floor. Age Yeah. Like my office in Amsterdam <laughs> was ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Because I dropped shit all the time. And if you looked under, and I had rolling wheels on a wooden floor. So it was yeah. just like, yeah. I was like. Tons and tons of little black spots on the ground. It was yeah. just funny. It was amazing. Anyway, Terp Wipes, keep your shit clean, and uh, you'll taste better. Everything will be better. Everyone That's will right. be happy. All right, kids, two more. No one's not happy for you without cleaning. Oh, Listen, if you're not Illuminar. using Illuminar, then you know, you're know you not getting the done deal. So you got to go to Illuminar.com, and you got to ask for the done deal. And you got to enter Scott. that checkout. Shout out to Scott. Scott yes. was the mediator today to get this whole thing. He made those calls happen because they all called him. Scott was really? Getting, well, you heard it was Michigan, Uh-oh. right? So he was like, Scott was there, like, boom. got it. Ah, and so he. I noticed. Now I get it. He reshared yeah. the card uh-huh. of today's show, uh-huh. and now it's it's all coming together. Yeah. So for the record, I had no idea any of that shit was going down. Yeah. No idea. All right, well, I, we know I was, uh, We know you had nothing to do with any that ideas was, of this show. No, but you, you <laughs> didn't even <laughs> tell the me idea beforehand. Yeah. You let me walk right into that oh, and just was hear to that. You, he was right? all sad. You, I just, you know, yeah, I was all sad. I didn't plan anything either. Just all right. Things happen, bro. You have to make things, you have to make the best Illuminar lighting. Make hay while the sun shines. On, <laughs> at Illuminar <laughs> on Instagram. No, for those who like, like, uh, like heated debate, that was a good heated debate, and I'm very, you know, as someone who who thrives on resolution, you did a great job at making sure by the end of it they were talking nice and they were looking towards the future. And really, there's no sense, you know, what's that old spilt milk, right? It's spilled already. Mm-hmm. That's that. Mm-hmm. Let's move forward. Yep. Let's do some good business. Oh, and I, and I think I'm hoping that, and if I think it happens, they send you a nickel. Yeah, I, th- I think everything uh, is always meant for a reason, and I think the timing is crazy, and I think also that the fact that, like, there's two different worlds. There's a CBD world and THC world. Yeah. And definitely he's got the CBD world kind of unlocked, and there's no point of fucking around with that because they don't even want to do that anyway. But I'm at the same you. time, I'm telling you, you see fields of just plants, of any kind of plants, Someone pays mm-hmm. you a bunch of money for it. It's like, hey, why not fucking do each that? side? Mm-hmm. Each side of that debate mm-hmm. owes you a debt of thanks and probably some money oh, because no, you no, saved no, them no, no. about a hundred fifty thousand in legal fees. The lawyers would have gotten them to the same point, yeah. but nobody had to pay any lawyers. They got to talk it out. So, yeah, well, bravo. Want, yeah, all I want to see hey, is people but, have. I want to see that brand turn into something good for everybody. I don't want to see, I want to see Johnny Boone get taken care of, which is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And that, this should be the end of the show, but we're not, do, we're already, we're not even close no. to the end of the show. We've got no. to finish Illuminar Lighting. And then we've Wait, got James Boone. Two Beeman weeks on the from now, where is he? We're giving away a free lamp. 
So you got to send us your email if you want a lamp. Please send it to dundeal at adamdunshow.com. Tell us why you want a lamp. We're giving one away. We're, you lots of, your phone we're actually number. getting lots of letters. It's coming in. They're coming yeah, in. They're coming I've in high. A lot of them. They're coming in steady. Like before, it was like maybe right before the show because we'd remind everybody mm-hmm. and they'd be like, oh, "No, now there's." I a didn't lot do of my them, homework. Now. now it's like, "Oh, I'm taking time." Real letters that are written by real people <laughs> that are not yet. Yeah. No, it's been good. Well, the people who have won are starting to post photos of their winnings and they're starting to share them on Instagram, and that really helps because nobody believed that they were actually getting a lamp for free. I know they thought they really we were just do. jiving them, like, "Yeah, we got a light. Maybe we'll get it to you." Anyway, yeah, uh, another word of the month. James Green man on the scene. Number, I don't know where he's at, but he. he we're not Where doing. We're not doing He's it. back in the chat. We're not doing his ad until he comes on the show. So we're going to go straight. Right. Yeah, we're not. We're going to wait until he comes on. Let's talk about it. Requiem seeds we're in ta- Europe. So if you're in Europe and you want some seeds, go to Requiem Genetics. Since James Jumping Bean right doesn't want to come on the show. Oh, James Bean! Look at he's selling seeds from outside the country. He's selling seeds and on our show. Oh. And shout out to all my friends at Requiem. I love you guys. Uh, but no, James Bean, man on the scene, will be here, and we'll just do the whole long ass. James Bean ad, but in the meantime, we'll go straight to Peter because he's way more fun to hang out with anyway than James. Way no. more fun. No, don't say that. Dang. James is <laughs> all hurt now. He's all hurt. He's too sensitive. He's not here. He's, he's sensitive, though. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to hurt his feelings. Welcome oh, back, okay. Peter. He doesn't have feelings. Welcome back. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Thanks for having me back. How you guys doing? Good. Good. I was glad to Better hear. Now. I was glad to hear you were, uh, were were ready to come on. I was like, all right, always fun. We need yeah, it. We need it. it. We need it now. We had a lot. Of, we had a lot of tension. We had a lot of whoos up and downs earlier, but it's all been good. It's been good. It's uh, it's been a really cool show so far, and uh, now we got you to tone. We can. I think James said you had some news. I don't know, but James likes to throw out stuff, so I'm not going to say. Uh. But. I wanted to see how you're doing with uh, everything post uh, craziness, and hopefully that's a yeah. photo behind Thank you and not like we're back on again. Like it's back, it's yeah, back. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I still haven't changed the background photo from our you, last show. You need a nice, fresh, um, clean, happy zoom. Nah, it's all, all right. Often. It's okay. It's all right. But you're uh, just fine. Yeah, it's a good reminder. We're uh, you know we're we're getting ready to rebuild. Uh, we pulled power back to the properties that got burnt down upgraded from 200 amp to 400 amp in the meantime mm. uh and uh yeah man we're uh, we're getting ready to start rebuilding the first house uh at roganja the main house at roganja is going to be our first project we we can only handle so much at once so we're going to start rebuilding that right and uh yeah man um yeah we got a lot a lot ahead of us uh you know we got uh gotta get like build new pump houses get the water going again there's all kinds of just like minor details that really add up to a uh, big workload but um i'm i'm uh yeah you're just like pretending it's not a lot. talking like, about work he's moving yeah yeah oh no i know i just yeah right or, oh where are you moving to no, uh moving from the city moving from the city just uh, I, because I had a farm down, we have a, he's moving uh, on up, but we're taking it, you know, just consolidating everything. And it's been like the I, I'm just like throwing shit into a room and shutting the door and just like hoping for the best one day. Like one day I may possibly get around to those things and we'll see because it's like now I have two homes in one. So 
it is kind of crazy. So you jump forward oh, thirty wow. years from now when the version of American Pickers is going around. Oh my they find god! Adam's they find my shit. They're place. gonna go nuts. They're like, hey, when Nick is selling everything, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, this is what my dad used to do, but I'm really not into that right now. I'm just into cars, yeah. and uh, I yeah. want to sell all his glassware. Yeah. I don't want it to see it go to waste. <laughs> right? No, there is. There's like boxes of glass and boxes. Of, oh my god, it's nuts. But. Uh, Sometimes fires, More. sometimes fires are good because you probably don't need half the shit. You know what I mean? Like I was thinking that in the back of my mind, like with uh, with other, like I've had times where I've had a fire and I lost uh, all my shit. And in a way, compared to like not like just moving it from A to B to C to D, sometimes and you carry stuff around, and you're true. like you're like you know what? There's probably <laughs> something decent. Like there's like a good healing situation with some of that shit because uh, you don't need clears to, out the clutter. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, how? Uh, so right now you, you said you guys are in the building phases, um, but you have a house on the property right now, like, or, or there's, there's, there was the still one that didn't get burned in the original fire, right? At, at Roganja, at our, at our rec farm at Roganja, the main, uh, what we call the cure barn, which is a killer barn that we built, uh, on two shipping containers. Uh, that's almost the only structure that didn't burn. All the other houses burnt, um, our employees are living on the property or some of our employees are living on the property on, on a fifth wheel and they're going to move into the new house when we get it done uh, at Roganja. we got a killer uh, friend of mine's an architect. we got a, a great design started. Um, we're we're going to design it around the garden in a sense any, um, on any, the property. Any, it looks any, over. any fireproofing sort yes, of designs yes. to it or for the, Definitely, next, for the next disaster um, that you have coming around the corner? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, you know, fireproof exterior exterior materials such as, uh, you know, concrete, hardy board for the siding, no more wood on the outside. Right. Um, the metal roof, of course, we're going to plumb in um, like a sprinkler system on the roof for any future approaching fires. Awesome. Uh, we're like uh, more detailed things like um, non-vented roofs where you don't have uh, like a vent in the roof, mm -hmm. um, which is can suck fire through and create sure. that oxygen, you know? So uh, a lot of detailed things like that. Um, and then just bigger uh, barriers. We'll, we'll be clear, clearing uh, bigger barriers, um, like fire breaks, you know, around the property, bigger buffer zones right. um, around the structures, you know? Yeah. I know it's because it's crazy. You'll see places where people have like, the same issues and they just keep building the same shit. You're like, well, well, I don't think that's a good idea. If you just, especially here in Colorado, you'll see some fireplaces where they'll just be like, you know, rebuilding on the same spot and typical, you know, not, nobody's putting anything up concrete or anything. You're like, really? You're going to put wood back yeah. in? Yeah. Doubled your power. You know? Yeah. Um, we doubled I, our I'm, power. Yeah. I'm following your Instagram feed is just Mine amazing. Is. Thanks. Where appreciate you it. Grow? I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm that other guy, but I've, I just, I've never, I've never really seen, you always hear about them and you see one photo in in high times or something years ago, Ten pounds but to see the steady stream mm -hmm. of these, they're truly massive, massive trees. Thanks, it is man. just yeah, so refreshing. To, I want to be there one day when you cut one down. <laughs> yeah. Come on up. Give you guys a tour. It's fun to, fun to hang out with those ladies and watch them get all big. And, you know, we're about to start our season coming up here. Um, uh, for seeds to be popped, I'm shooting for around the 21st, 22nd, I think is sort of, uh, planting by the moon. That's like a, 
a really good looking date. It's right around the full moon or the new moon, I believe, uh, maybe a few days before. Um, so yes, we plant by the moon, um, try to get into this, the, the natural cycle and into that flow. So we pop in those seeds to, to start with. Um, yeah. In about a week here. And, um, yeah, got a lot, so of, it's, a lot of stuff so, going up. I mean, you have to eat. That's, it's funny. Cause you, you know, when you start thinking like here, people aren't even thinking about nothing until out, outside <laughs> till June 1st or something, you know what I mean? But, uh, sure. so yeah, you gotta need a, need a nice early start for those, those big monsters. You know, it's, it's a long life for those, Mm-hmm. those ladies mm-hmm. um march through the end of october what that's like you know six or seven month life cycle right. um and just keeping them healthy and happy that whole time is just kind of the hard part right just keeping them moving forward without having stunting them out and uh so what size yes. so what's your first what's your usual transplant sort of range like you start it in in ones and go to threes uh, and fives or do you kind of uh, do you go from I'll, smart I'll, do, I'll germinate my seed stock uh, directly in soil, um, in cell trays. Mm-hmm. Uh, do it on a like a in a small greenhouse with a heat mat under the cell trays, little domes. It, it's, it's pretty cold where I'm going to be starting them too, so they'll need a lot of a lot of attention and love those first couple weeks. Um, probably probably three weeks in the cell trays, and then we'll transplant up to uh, probably three gra- three gallon square pots. Okay. And another three weeks in those. You're and just like, out. you're like skipping, you're like a guy who skips steps when you're running up the steps. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I just go right to a three and then fuck it. You know what I mean? So yeah. You're, you and can the plants s- like that a lot more too. You know, um, mm-hmm. if they're, if that, if that first little root system can just go right to the bottom of a three gallon pot versus a four inch yeah, or whatever, whatever. Um, I think they like that a lot. Um, I think it's great for the, just for the flow of the plant and, and, right. uh, and they also, yeah, they just, they just, they can get bigger a lot faster um, that way when they're young. <laughs> and then uh, should be able to get some pre-flower sex, you know, be able to sex them pre-flower about five, six weeks into their life, start picking out some females and getting those ready to go into their final homes um, probably around the first week of May, end of April, mm-hmm. uh, where they'll, we'll be, they'll be going into their final big old prepared mounds, you know, 14 15 foot spacing, uh, big old fluffy, healthy mounds of, <laughs> of goodness. Sure. White flaky love. I'll be, pa- be planting a cover crop at the same time in the garden. I'll, I'll till once a year, um, plant the cover crop, add the dry amendments, add the compost, plant the cover crop that is in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cover crop can grow up nice and tall by the end of May, early June. And, uh, where the, where the plants actually get planted, I'll I'll stop the cover crop from growing right in the general the the really uh, like a six foot diameter uh-huh. where where the plant started, so it doesn't have any competition from from the cover crop. But the yeah. cover crop's doing its thing yeah. outside of those mounds in the whole garden, uh, fixing nitrogen, uh, you know, just doing everything that it does, uh, covering the what soil. Do you, what, do you, what, uh, what are you using great for the microorganisms? You, doing, you know. What kind of mix are you using on your cover crop? Are you doing like one? Oh, one? look at him asking for some insider. I used to, advice. you know, I used to get a, a straight cover crop mix of legumes, mm-hmm. um, you know, like like beans and peas and vetch and yeah. clover. Oh. Um, but I, what I found does really well 
um, in our fire zone, and I think, smoke. You, know, you guys are like all crazy. Look at you, you together, and we're all smoky up top. Uh. We're like the smoky up top. You guys, are <laughs> the flames. Yeah. Um, but uh, daikon the radish. Flames. We started. We started throwing some edible uh, nice. cover crops into our mix, and we actually found out that daikon radish uh, does almost the best in our in our microclimate in our zone. Nice. Um, so Spicy. we use uh, daikon radish. And it's like, it's like thousands of soil drills. They get pretty big, you know, they'll be like 10, 12 inches long, mm-hmm. three, two inch diameter, these big old soil drills. And if you just chop them down right. and leave them in the soil, they right. compost in there and break down. The microorganisms are loving them, just sure. drilling up that soil. And, um, yeah, oil seed radish, I think is another name for the, the daikon radish. Um, but that does great for us. And they're pretty too. It's, it's, uh, it's really fun and you can eat it. Nice. Uh, you can, yeah, you can, uh, are the sprouts you can take, like are, the young? Are, are the sprouts real spicy, like like I would think, or are they not? Oh really? yeah, you can you can eat the little microgreens mm-hmm. off them. They're pretty spicy. Yeah. Um, and then if you if you take the actual uh, radish itself, you can take uh, you can take like a carrot peeler and just peel like nice shavings onto a like a mixed green salad. Very classic. Great way to great way to eat it. You know? <laughs> no, it's good. Dope. Sure. <laughs> Any cover crop that you can eat yourself. Right, you guarantee you got something out of it, right? You never know. You never know. At the end, it might just be the radish. You're like, well, we fucked up everything, but we got good radishes in the end. Yeah, and then another good edible uh, that we like to do is uh, fava beans. Mm-hmm. Um, another legume that fixes nitrogen for you, but you can also eat it. You know, it's a, uh, and they get tall and big. And um, I like to plant those next to my tea posts. If you're using tea posts for your trellising, mm-hmm. uh, you can hand hand sow those right next to your tea posts. And let them grow up by the tea post where they want. They warm. can actually uh, go later into the season without getting uh, trampled, you know, or, or, or chopped down. Nice, cool. Now, do they work as like a fire, a fire line, like a? Like a <laughs> huh? yeah. oh, hey. It's like a wick. Uh, it's like a wick. Nope. Yes, they, yeah, they will. If you, had a, if you had a thick, if you had a thick, like twelve foot wide row of something green, say it's fava beans, surrounding your area, and it was wet and green. Yes, hmm. that is a great fire break. I mean, uh, no joke. Any, any, any sort of green, greenway around your property or around your house, your structure, that's a, that's a fire break. Edible yep. fire breaks. That's a good, good, that's a good <laughs> angle. What, what did you use in your, as a fire break in your fire there, James Bean? Uh, Nothing, obviously. Mine? Look at him. He's uh, on fire right now as you speak. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Toilet paper. Oh, you know, I'm not so good with fire. Fire starts with a house on fire, you know, starts the fields on fire. So I kind of stay, I stay out of the fire. I uh, yeah. I talk cool. about you unless you showed up. You know that. Yeah, well, no, I, I didn't do your ad. I didn't do any yeah. ads for you. I was like, fuck nope. it. He, he doesn't fuck get it. Fuck the motherfuckers. You're the I'm reason like, I'm fucking you, okay? Yeah, I'm like, he don't get right. no ad. I was if like, you're not going to show up, you know ad. Yeah, no, no ad. No ad. No showy, no addy. Yeah, you're here now. Let's yeah. talk. What's going on? See, you're now, Doc. Canceling my payments. Excuse me a second. Change it to Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Jason.com. Uh, Welcome, James. So, tell me. so oh, yeah, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. So, Peter, uh, I've seen how other people do things and whatnot, but but uh, you know, Dave was onto something. Uh, of course, I of course grew twenty-five foot trees, but when I didn't Shut grow twenty-five up. foot trees, uh, how do you get yours really so big? Because he's right; they're just fucking consistent. They're across. Don't the board. answer he told that. Us. He no, just told us. He just told us. I can't. That's he's part of it. Like he, he, he told us, but not. But didn't give me the in depth. Like he, he just, just told goes, me how he starts it. But he does big like, do steps. Do you top the bitch a bunch? Do you keep top no. a bunch? Because she's got this big thing, or do you stretch her neck out so she's long and plant her deep? Uh, I think. Uh, well, as far as like planting deep, no, not really. I mean. A good 12 inch, you know, you, most of your soil health is on the top, what, six to eight inches of yep. your of your soil. 
but I mean, giving them a space to go deeper, but mostly width, you know, of your, of your bed and your planting bed. I was saying earlier, it's, you know, like a lot of my beds are like 12, 12 by 12, um, mounds. Um, so you give, you know, and you treat that like a pot, you never step on it. You don't want to compact that soil. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a little more skill than the pots because the pots obviously tell somebody don't step in me, but if you just have a mound on the ground, you got to, you got to pay attention to that, you know? And, um, so giving them, get them, giving them tons of, of space, a huge rhizosphere, um, is, is one part of it. I think, uh, the land itself, Twelve by twelve. You're definitely giving them wow. a, a huge. Room That's plenty space. of space. Yeah, fifteen foot spacing, fifteen foot centers. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, I, a twelve by twelve mounds. So you got the walkways in between. Beautiful. Um, so I don't think my room is that big. Um, and then some shit it's about where we are right now. Maybe about twelve by. 12. And then just got to give thanks for the land where we grow. You know, it's a it's a beautiful spot that my dad pioneered back in the seventies, and. Um, it's really the land that provides for us, um, along with the genetic genetics that we create on that land. And, um, you know, genetics are a huge part of, of what you're going to yield. Of everything, of everything. Yeah. Of everything of, of what you're going to taste, of course, or how you're going to yield. <laughs> so what are you so, looking at? Plug so, James Bean. Hey, I tried to. Uh, so what are you looking at this year? I know that like that, that Tropicana is, is amazing. Um, what are yeah. you looking at that, that you like this year that you ran, that you made last year? Um, I have uh, a bunch of things that I learned last year uh, that I had uh, planned for breeding last year, but my pollen burnt up in the fires. I got some crosses done. I got like 16 crosses done, but I had probably 50 planned. Bunch of um, filial generations I was moving forward and some back crossing, stuff like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to that. But I also had, a, I had my harem of clones. Um, you know, some elites uh, that I got to watch grow out and I have a better idea what I want to do with those and which of those I want to breed. I was really stoked on on the wedding cake, the GMO. And I know these are, you know, these have been around, but they are fucking beautiful strains. And it's it's always nice to to throw those those clone onlys into the mix. Yeah, massive. So some of the GMO, um, let's see, wedding cake, ice cream cake. So that'd be uh, GMO on like on a massive scale, so to say? GMO? On, on, on a massive scale? Oh, yeah. Yeah, wedding cake on a massive scale? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> so which male are you using to crash actually, with? I actually did hit the GMO with the wildfire Skittles. I had given pollen out to a friend, um, and he used it to pollinate some of his stuff. And, and then my pollen burnt. He actually had the bag of pollen left, gave it back to me after my stuff burnt, and I was able to get a small pollination done on the GMO just to at least start the, uh, the generations on that as, as far as whether, you know, I want to – Maybe I might I might try a back cross on that a few times. See see if I can nail that down. Um, now, which and, which male are you using mostly in your crosses right now? Uh, well, let's let's see on the that latest on the twenty twenty one seed drop. There's quite a quite a bit of variation in that drop. You know, um, but there's sort of the tropical series in there. The tropical granite, the Durban tropical granite, the tropical blue dream. Those all have uh, a Tropicana cookies male on them. I really enjoyed that strain. Wanted to throw it into the mix. Um, I love that smell, and I l- also love and the flavor. And I also really like how that um, that Trop cookies um, can express, you know, some of the, the beautiful colors mm-hmm. that it has, and even um, and even some of the the trichomes. I think it's amazing that some of the trichomes on that strain can be uh, purple. You know, I think that's a 
that's really cool. So that, that, that ended up going into my pineapple pomegranate F3, um, a, a really nice selection of that um, that we did, and um, two very exotic, you know, mixes going together right there. Um, and we grew that out this year and made the F2 generation on that, um, on some selections. And that's a killer one. That's great. It has a lot of the, the pineapple pomegranate influence in it, but it also, um, certain phenos also have uh, a lot of that, that just great tangerine smell that the, the Trop Cookies has. Cool. And then, so what are you going for this year? Like, what can I expect next year? Um, I'm going to be moving like the pineapple tell me, pomegranate. I know, I know. I'm going to be moving the pineapple <laughs> pomegranate ahead to the forward in the, you know, the next, uh, the F5 generation, um, the rogue Valley Rex going to continue forward into the F3. Um, my Yuki dog, which is on this latest drop. That's the star dog times summer sunset. OG. I'm going to be bringing that one forward. That's a, just a great, like a sweet gassy strain. One of my favorite smokes, really energetic, but also at the same, same time, really strong, just an incredible, incredible flavor. Um, so that's, you know, those are some of the in our, of our, our heirloom strains that we're going to be moving forward. Cool. And then uh, on, that, on, the, on, that pipe, on that purple pomegranate, uh, pineapple pomegranate, God damn it. Um, so for some of the guys who are just learning how to breed and whatnot, like when you bring it to an F5, what are you looking for? Like what traits are you going after trying to lock down in that fifth version, so to say? Yeah, the pineapple pomegranate uh, from the start was a beautiful plant with pink pistols um, and, and incredible uh, resin production. Mm -hmm. to go along with that and so those are you know those are some of the main uh that's the pink is what i'm trying to lock down it still probably only expresses in i don't know maybe 70 percent of the offspring um where it's pink you know sometimes they're not totally pink or they're white or they're there's different shades of pink too it's pretty cool so some really really dark pinks in there sometimes um so yeah just trying to continue to lock that down um on on the pineapple pomegranate because, because i know the smell and the taste are i mean on point you can you can yes. keep working in those directions but they're already pretty all right so yeah yeah just try not not to let that stray and just try to right. try to get it you know locked down into that into that it. yeah so. so so yeah the fires i know fucking fucked you up last year he had a bunch of shit going and they took out a bunch of shit so that sucked as far as your new plans for this year you know that those crops yeah yeah man that was a rough one for sure um but we'll we'll be We'll be moving forward this year, no problem. Yeah. Have you gotten any clones that you like right now? Like, what's the new hot clone that like, you like? I'm sure you've seen the Gary Payton. I don't know. You like that one or? Um, no, I haven't seen that. It's the Y crossed with. Uh, oh fuck! I forgot it. It's just another. It's a hype strain. But there's a bunch of hype like strains. There's always hype strains. But anything out there clone wise that you're looking for that you're that you worked with that you like besides GMO and the other one? Ah. Uh, yeah, there's definitely, I mean, what else? I'm going to keep working the, the Skittles. I, I really, I, I love that flavor profile. So I'm going to keep working that. Probably the ugliest uh, plant you've ever grown out though, right? <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a run, a runty thing for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dave, it looks like, I mean, it looks like James so, jumping all around. <laughs> I know your background's fucking me up. You got like this Chinese ball for a second. That's like, I'm having acid flashbacks. That's not it, not me. Um, <laughs> I'm in Mexico right now. I've been getting some surf. Oh, and, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah Whereabouts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> I texted yeah. him where the fuck you were at. You should have told me I'm in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been getting some good waves, getting some little barrels. It's been fun. 
Yeah. So for those of us that don't know, what did you do in your earlier career? How did I find you? Ah, uh, what do you mean? What did you do in like the eighties? The end of the eighties. Used to breed massive bulls. <laughs> they no, no. they were like the size uh, of Volkswagen buses. Eighties in the eighties. Geez, you went way yeah. back. You skipped a few. Years. <laughs> what are you doing? In I, the I was a I was a river guide for twenty years, and I was also growing at the same time. And I was so talking about the snowboarding do, fact. We do, uh, you know, I, I guided on the Rogue River for years, uh, almost twenty years actually. That's my backyard. I grew up on the Rogue. And uh, we did these multi-day trips down there, taking kayakers and rafters down. Um, we'd get off those trips, go take care of my plants, then go back on the river, you know, get uh, run. So we actually and, found uh, you first. We had a, he was a photographer that we knew that took excellent snowboard f f photos. We're like, why the fuck is this guy friends with this guy? And then we found oh, Alport, Pete Alport? Yeah, all, all your yeah. snowboarding used to do back in the day. Okay, yeah. Um, did you have any spots when you were on the river? Like you like knew where there's plants that you stuck a or you had stuck oh, a few right, plants right. at? Yeah, I would always be like, yeah, we're gonna stop here. Let's stop here. <laughs> like magic plants or anything. You had any, any... No, I, I I definitely thought about it. Um, bro, on that boat say, down there all the time. You gotta think about it. Um, I mean, yeah. that would be we like did, the number one. Yeah, we did a gorilla grow out there that actually got taken. Yeah. Um, it was out in the wilderness. They usually and do. Right, I got ten taken of them. by the man. You have to put ten out. Um, put ten out, they only find eight. Yeah. <laughs> well, you figure if you're on a if you're if you're yeah, going down uh, on a river raft, you know where all the little fucking bends and turns. He's like, okay, we're gonna stop here, here, then here, and then over here, and then I'll be done. And then every day, you could just you know give them a little water, give go up, give them a little fucking dose, and. Make sure yeah, they're good. So I, I, I like your thinking, Dunn. I like it. You like, I like that? It hey, yeah. hey, like let's start a river raft company together. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we used to have a gorilla growing style where we'd take it, you know, uh, we'd find like a kind of a marshy area up in the mountains that got good sun. And right. then we'd sort of mound up and just kind of plop the plants in there. No no water system. They'd basically Wicking, be yeah. able to tap in. You know, you kind of mound up the soil in this kind of springy area. Yep. Throw your plants in. And just leave them, come back and sex them. If they weren't clones, come back and sex them. Right. And then come back one more time and harvest them. Nice. Very important. Just like wick, they just kind of wick themselves up and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Once they tap in, they yeah. just wick. Exactly. Just wick into that. Um, it was, they, they, when it worked, it was amazing. Right. Um, but the, the percentage of it working was kind of low between pests, animals, and, and the man. I know, like when I was living in Florida, I had like, fan fan I had fantasy dreams of like growing, <laughs> growing in the mangroves and it being like some hydro system. Of course, it would never work because the fucking water wouldn't work. But, but just looking at like, I'd be looking at these fucking roots all hanging in the in the water, and I'd be like, man, if you could just like stick a couple plants up in there, and the kind of water came up, and then the water went away, it'd be perfect. But of course, the water's fucking brackish, so probably not gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah love it. but in the right situation, yeah, if you could, yeah, they can just uptake the exact amount of water they want. You know, and as they go, yeah. Well, you remember, or you remember, there. like everybody yeah, used no to power bill. There's no nutrient <laughs> bill. There's nothing like that. Well, also, yeah. you remember, like everybody was always like, yeah. Then growing up in trees, and I never seen that really work properly because it was always like, you know, like it worked great for a minute, and then they dry up. <laughs> Nobody would ever yeah. fucking get up there to water them, and they'd end up drying out. Yeah, I had a friend in Humboldt that he did really well at that. It was a gnarly undertaking. It was unbelievable that he did it. But he grew some incredible herb in the trees down in Humboldt. Yeah. Yeah. There, my friend I, mean, I mean, Humboldt, you definitely got the right kind of trees and the right atmosphere, obviously, and the right, you know, the right environment. Uh, just got to do the, like you said, like you have to 
get real fucking on it when it comes to the watering and how to get it get water to the plants and or figure out a system that they collect water and and actually feed them and i've seen a few kind of pretty smart systems where i've been like all right that makes kind of sense but uh i've seen some systems on dateline did you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh, and shit. i took I'd some like some honeydew og i took a bunch of <laughs> i took a bunch of hemp County. seeds and i just threw them into like uh threw them into like this sort of uh cotton shit and then i put like a i made a band-aid sticker a giant band-aid sticker and i put them in there and then I stuck them on the side of the building in Holland because it's always wet and I, I picked a spot where I knew water would run down and they, they sprouted and grew like maybe, I don't know, like a foot and a half and they were all hanging off the plant but it, or off, the, off the side of the building but it was, it was pretty dope. It was my graffiti, my, my weed graffiti idea. but <laughs> kind of worked. Weed graffiti? This is something I was thinking about. Somebody gave me one and I was really stoned but I thought I could do it with, with weed anyways. But I want to take somebody's extra beans that they got a whole bunch of they're not thrilled with and make little seed balls out of them. You know those little seed balls they have that had all the stuff all wrapped around them? Yeah, yeah. You just toss them somewhere. Yeah, you just get a little clay. <laughs> we got yeah. I got I got them. I made them. Oh, you do? Give me some. Of course you did. Fuck. Of course. I, I should know. He invented, you know, when you're at no. like a sporting event and they shoot t-shirts, he'd use that to shoot seed balls. That's I knew that. Idea. I like that idea. I didn't do that. I do like that idea. Did, uh, it's did, called a fucking Mark, bullet and a gun. I definitely could see, I could see, I could photos. see Peter doing that, like Gallagher style, and it'd be perfect. Yes, you can finally live our fantasy. We'll be like, yeah, we know. We knew secretly he was just a Gallagher fan the whole time. That's, that's where the look came from. Everything, it all came. It was all worked. You know, you had to work really hard for that. Oh, <laughs> it was all planned, man. Um, all planned. So, uh, when, did, uh, all, did, yeah, go ahead. Uh, did, did Mark, uh, did you get any of those photos that I sent? Did you get that I emailed you guys? Did you, get, did you get those photos that he sent? Yeah, I was. I was... <laughs> yes, uh -huh. I do. Mark's pissed off because Adam insulted maybe. him earlier, so he's not going to show any. Uh, no, I, I was showing him while you guys were talking well, earlier. I got news, buddy. He it showed him. He showed him. Hold on. My feelings but, uh, here you go. You can see <laughs> which sure ones I'm showing right now on the screen. Okay, so. Oh, you showed those already. Oh, my goodness. What's that one? I can't actually see it. What's it look like? That's why we need text on the boxes. I told you. It's lightly big. purple. It looks like a Christmas tree. Purpley. That's oh, all the shit. Thin oh, leaf. A big thin plant. leaf. Uh, that's, a, that's a. No with, big with plant. With a guy standing, no, standing no, by it. Just bud. Bud shot. Close up. Shot. Bud. Okay. Purple cola, bud. Picture ever. Purple cola. Yeah. Purple cola. Thin leaf. Uh, rails on the on the leaves. <laughs> so there's a, uh, the green the green dank bud is uh, Rogue Valley Punch um, with the huge cola. The huge frosty cola. Frosty yeah. cola. Uh, I see a frosty punch. cola. I see a frosty cola. That we <laughs> bingo. Um, there's a purple purple bud. I think I Whoa. sent to you. That yeah, it's the magenta, the magenta purpley one. Yeah, that's yeah, the magenta. Um, that's that's expressing that magenta from our blueberry, the old blueberry snow that's in some of our lineages, mm. and also, also in the pineapple pomegranate. That's where a lot of that uh, that pink and really exotic coloration comes from. Is that old blueberry snow part of, of the lineage? Nice. Um, but that Rogue Valley Punch, that big green bud, that's a, that's a great outdoor producer. Um, highly rec recommend that one for people with, uh, you know, plant count gardens that are, you know, limited to a certain number of plants and want to get the most yield and just really dank, chunky, solid buds. Um, that, that does great. Um, that crop, that was across the purple punch times our Rogue Valley Rec mail and Rogue, our Rogue Valley Rec's like one of our best producers and just really just vigorous, solid grower. And so what's the flower time on that one? What's that? 
the flower time on that day? The Rogue Valley know. Rec comes in early. The Rogue Valley Rec, rec is uh, the first week of October uh, is when it's usually ready. Sometimes earlier, there's some early phenos in there too on the Rogue Valley Rec. Um, and just going back further on the Rogue Valley Rec, that's Big Rec times Blueberry Snow. Um, and then the Big Rec, uh, I guess, was Train Rec times Salmon Creek Big Bud, just as far as going back on the lineage. So we use that male. Um, to go into the purple punch clone that's floating around, you know, just the, the standard, beautiful, uh, non fucking, not non THC plant. Uh, you know, we tested it, <laughs> it tested 21%. I, I get it. Some people want something that packs more of a punch. Well, um, I really, enjoy punch for a reason, right? I really, I actually really enjoy smoking, uh, that I think it's a great mellow what, smoke. What, what else? Is, what else in the? Is there more in the cannabinoid profile that's interesting in that one, or do, do you know? Uh, in the in in the uh, in which one? I don't know what you're saying, like twenty one percent, whatever. Like the purple just, punch. Oh yeah, because okay. usually yeah, those, so usually like, that means there's a lot of other things happening, you know. So and just yeah. for a little nugget here, nugget, nugget. Uh, purple punch actually wasn't made by the guy who claims he was pushing out the purple punch. Actually, he was made by a different really? guy who's in Hawaii and is under a, a, a ah, license. Very interesting. So that's, that's why I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just had to make sure that everyone knew that that was yeah. a serious nugget. <laughs> um, yeah, so the uh, the purple punch and and a lot of its offspring is uh, really dominant in uh, beta carophyllene, um, uh, the terpene beta, uh, the sesquiterpene terpene uh, beta carophyllene, which and, is, and sesquiterpenes are the um, shit you want now, right? Sesquiterpenes are the, the things you're gonna hold with it. Yeah, supposedly the sesquiterpenes are a little more responsible for some of the flavors that you get, not not only the odors, but more of the flavors that you taste. But, um, and, um, but they're and also, then, but they're also more, like they're more fragile in a sense. So sure. Right. They can volatilize quicker. Like, gotcha, those are the ones gotcha, you got gotcha, Those yeah. are the ones you get. Th- that, that's pretty much what gets fucked up on mishandling of cannabis. I think that's like, usually like it was there when you, like as a grower, yeah. you're like, this is fucking amazing. And then when he gets to the hands of the person who's smoking them, they're like kind of lost it, you know, because all those yeah. terps got beat and up. We've, got lost we've kind of talked about that on purple punch before too that if you don't cure it just right and store it just right it can it can really volatilize and lose a lot of its smell Mm. and not have that about the red market today smelled like when it was live what with shit taking like six months to a year to get to the rec market like the sesquiterpenes i think are what you know guys want to look for that sort of shit that'll hold that long you know i don't know yeah, I'm I think, uh, rec in, in oregon but i think dr russo ethan i think his name is dr ethan russo yeah ethan dr russo. ethan russo yeah for sure yep. he was yeah. kind of claiming that uh beta carophylline is actually a, a cannabinoid itself you know it's it's a it's one of the terpenes that is actually a, a cannabinoid in mm-hmm. its own right Hmm. Have you guys, you guys mod- it modulates or something, or what is it? What no. is it? We yeah. can have them on the show, yeah. and you guys can talk about it. Let's get them on. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so beta carophylline on that, um, you know, dominates. Uh, but yeah, so the Rogue Valley Wreck and the Purple Punch, they're both just frost monsters. They both do well outside, and that's turned into a great blend. The hmm. Rogue Valley, the Rogue Valley Punch, um, and then Rogue Valley Wreck. I think we did a restock with you, James, on that. That's just a great outdoor producer as well. Um, and then our Summer Sunset OG is just a uh, bomber. Gets huge, super chunky buds, super resilient. Those so are some of my top now, breeds. All this for, stuff is now on the website know, live. Is that, a, is, that the, is that that one that's a Jaeger cross or is that something else? Because the Jaeger's like that, right? That's the kind Yeah, of yeah. So the, uh, the Summer Sunset OG is purple Hindu Kush, the Jaeger cut. Uh, right. times Lemon Larry OG. Gotcha. And um, 
And so, yeah, Summer Sunset OG, that's, um, that's just a great strain. That's also in a lot of our crosses uh, because it adds so much resilience, so much vigor, right. so much desirability. Um, and, um, and then as far as that one goes, too, like, uh, that one will really be dominant in limonene. Um, sometimes half, sometimes will be 50% limonene in a lot of those crosses. Um, and, and even in that purple Hindu Kush original itself too. Um, even though it doesn't really taste that lemon, it's not really lemony tasting, but it, uh, you can see that, that in its, in its her profile. Hmm. Now, um, Jaeger, do you know the guy that made that? And then we've, we've taken, <laughs> we've taken that, uh, summer sensor OG and back it into the purple Hindu Kush, uh, to, to be, to get, get to purple Hindu Kush back cross three. Um, and you guys have that too, James. And that's just, uh, that's actually really gotten back to, um, really close to the original purple Hindu Kush Jaeger cut. If that's what you're looking for, just really chunky, purple, dense, medicinal, mm -hmm. um, just great, great buds. Yeah. So, so do you know the Jaeger guy in Oregon then? Yeah. Matt, Matt Miller from, uh, right, Miller, Millerville farms. Yeah. 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 Great guy. I was, uh, yeah. Uh, when I moved on, when I first moved to Medford, like it was coming on, everybody was like, Oh, this Jaeger. And I'm like, fuck, I'm in a Jaegerville. Wasting away. And everything that, that summer was just fucking Jaeger everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Cause the cut, do you know the story behind it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Matt, you know, Matt, Matt selected it. I think, I think, uh, he got seeds from somebody, in your i think europe brought uh i'm pretty sure brought purple hindu kush seeds or he ordered them or got them um and he grew a bunch out and made a selection and it was a beautiful it was the jaeger cut selection um and it spread all far and wide in the in the rogue valley um and that's my question How did very, it very, po very popular you know the story of it uh i mean story, story? i people people just started giving it out i mean i think I think they tried to like, you know, um, hoard it for a while and people were actually like jumping over fences, trying there to like take go. cuttings and, and get the clippings, you know, um, the there's some, <laughs> there's actually some dwarf, uh, phenos out there that the some yeah, people that. might have, might have grabbed. That's, and, uh, so you don't want the dwarf pheno cause they, they do, they, they do stay twi uh, tiny on that dwarf pheno oh, that, that, that that's 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 if you're, that's if you're garden. That's the story that I heard that Matt held it is that Matt had held it and didn't give it out and was kind of tight about it. And then these kids had jumped the fence and got and stolen it and came back over with it. And that to, to vet it to me or verify it, they were like, fuck, I'm not proud of this. But the kid was like my cousin, but he's gone now. He's not like allowed in the Valley anymore. <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit. But that was like, you know, I got, I got, I got that close to the, to the story as I, as I knew it. Yeah. That's uh, a, a great story. Uh, but yeah, we would be, uh, you know, that, that and, and the lemon, what was it? Lemon Kush, I think, was uh, we called out the caveman combo, or my my friend termed out the caveman combo for for the Rug Valley because anybody could grow it, grow a great herb, grow it right in compost. Didn't matter how good of a grower you, you were. That's what I was gonna say. The Jaeger just had a super a high success rate, and then Jaeger, yeah, super high success rate. And that was the caveman combo. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, but something, yeah, but yeah, something I didn't hear about Jaeger. Just for for to finish about my nugget, uh, I heard you bring Jaeger inside Herms. <laughs> Oh yeah. Every single like it wasn't. That's true. It's not a good indoor plant at all, and not good for uh, not good for light depth either. That's yeah. true. So it's got the so it's got some sort of real yeah, it's photo period actually, but it does that sensitivity. But, but on a regular photo period, it doesn't really throw that many yeah male, yeah. male flowers or 
does it always throw out a lot of no not at all it's it's no, super it's solid outside <laughs> it's like one of the most solid plants outside yeah that's, like, the cool that's thing what i always thought because i thought my friends were always saying it was you know people who moved to, to oregon to grow were just like dude this is all these guys are doing like it was so funny <laughs> my buddy andy was like that he said they just love jaeger out here so. Yeah, and and people got sick of it, but mm-hmm. um, sure. but the truth is that it's it is really medicinal. Patients love it, and the buyers actually will come back for it, even though they're complaining about it. You know, it's like, oh, what, actually, where's the Jaeger? Well, it's like you know, it's, it's like, like the blue dream of of Oregon or something, yeah. right? So it's like that. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much exactly, that. Adam. Yeah, exactly. And, but and you still have blue dream on your shelf because it fucking sells. <laughs> yep. If it's yeah. blue dream and it grows easy um, and it's easy to trim compared to you know, it just has so, a, it so, definitely so wins in a lot of different things but. so it's so another story so, so when i used to go door to door to sell these different dispensaries i had this one dispensary and, and uh the the, the was there and he's trying to like show me weed right i was like cool you know I'm, I'm so he's like oh you'll appreciate stuff and i was like you know he's like do i look at anything on the shelf and i asked him i said well you pick it out you know figuring he's gonna pick out the best for me right so he hands me this jar of blue dream and i'm thinking like what the fuck like you're gonna <laughs> i come to your store and you're gonna have me your blue dream Dream. uh and it was really it was a really really well-grown great fucking blue dream cut and i was like wow thank you that's it's impressive and i told him i said i didn't think you'd show me blue dream i think figured you'd show me something a little you know cookie or something and he was he was like no it's like i figured you know we have we do the, this guy does it has a great cut does it really really well and if i showed you any other bullshit you just you know if i showed you a really good cut of something you already knew you'd be impressed and i was like well correct nice job yeah, but, yeah. yeah, blue dream yeah still it's sells. done right it's beautiful for sure and yeah. uh and that actually brings me back to the massive seeds 2021 drop uh we got that tropical blue dream in there which is our uh hazy dream which was a blue dream times super lemon haze and then we crossed that with the male uh trop cookies um so that's that's got the that's that's just fruit city uh, right there yeah fruit city um a lot of a lot of sativa dominance in its growth habits um real stretchy really wants to stretch out and get these long very elongated buds, the big old arms of bud. Um, that's that's a killer one. Um, in that in that whole tropical granite series, we got the tropical granite, which is the pineapple palm uh, times trop cookies, and then we got the Durban tropical granite, which is Durban pomegranate times the trop cookies. Um, so yeah, that's kind of our little trop series, and then um, and then we brought some stuff out of the vault for the for this drop as well. Um, some of our older train wreck crosses um, saw that there was some interest in that. And so we brought out, uh, we got the Oaxacan Jaeger, which is the purple Indo Kush uh, Jaeger cut times our train wreck blueberry snow mail. And we also have the big wreck times train wreck blueberry snow in that, in that. And that's the uh, big, what's that? What would it call that one? The blueberry, the big blueberry record. I, I can't remember right now, but. Um, so we got always, a couple always a good sign. Then, always a good sign. I kind of just <laughs> barely yeah, can remember um, your names. Oh, so have you got any of the uh, Kaka Kush? Which did you bring down there? <laughs> Kaka Kush down the. Uh, well, what, what, what about the brown frown? You found any brown frown? <laughs> no. Uh, no. 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 Yeah, people. Thank <laughs> um, you. It's, it's around. It's around. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's hard. It's actually hard to come by some dank down here, but. James Bean uh, got kidnapped uh, by the cartel and taken to Mexico once. It's a true story. <laughs> true really? story. Yeah, true story. You know? And I got pot. And I got pulled over the fucking box of sea junk in my back seat, and they threw a major fit. Uh-huh. Yeah, they weren't having. Damn, dude. <clears throat> really? None of it. Yeah, I had to pay them off like five hundred fucking bucks. 
Well, 500 pesos. Which Boy, said, no, no, 500 bucks. They like yeah. cash. They, uh, they, they understand. They understand the, the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I, I always tell people, you know, you're fine in Mexico. If you can keep a thousand bucks between you and the border, you can give away with anything. Just a thousand bucks between you and the border. So have it on you, have it in a safe house somewhere. They won't go the opposite direction. They'll bury you first. Hide you in a prison wallet. You can kill somebody and do, you can uh, do whatever you want. Do whatever what? You want. A thousand bucks. Stop yeah. it. Money, money speaks. No. Great country. Amazing food. Are you eating lobster? Are you eating lobster? Yeah, you don't want to get wrapped up with those guys, man. No, yeah, you don't fuck around over there. No, lots of fish tacos, shrimp tacos. Lots of shrimp tacos. Yes. Lobster is no bueno there. What's what's wrong? No, we, uh, uh, we, I, I just I lived in Rosarito, which was by uh, Lobster Village, Puerto Nuevo, and so they had they, they call them like spider crabs. They had lots of little mini lobsters that were all over the place because it was cold there. Langostinos. Yeah, Hell yeah. That's, yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Mini lobsters. Mini, mini, mini. Yeah, giants. So. Yeah, um, yeah, but the uh, on the on those train wreck crosses though, he's uh, so good. <laughs> those are uh, those are uh, real. They can really get big. They can really stretch. They got a lot of that train wreck in their in their lineage. Kind of straight, um, a lot of straight growth, a lot of real straight kind of like instead of being. Uh, sort of uh, off, you know, kind of going up and setting themselves up, they kind of just shoot out straight a lot or how? Yeah. Good? Yeah. They shoot out straight. Just like, I don't, I, I, I thought train wreck, train, train wreck was just a night train wreck was just, I mean, to me, yeah, it was a nightmare to grow, but it was also quick enough that it didn't get to the point where you, you got too, too like fucked up. But if it was longer, if it was a longer flowering plant, it would have been a, a disaster, but because it could get like yeah. 49, 50 days and be done with it. They'd, totally, but you pretty much. I always, I always thought it was a really intelligent plant uh, genetically because uh, it could it it really knew how to stack like the maximum amount yeah. of flower yeah, in one lean. space by the way it branched. Each branch was like a Christmas tree yeah. instead of one single branch. Each branch was its own plant almost, and it just yeah. was very smart in that sense that it could just stack yeah. so Don't many buds and, and, and not take up space with okay. leaf. You know, and it would also um, lean. It would lean very good. It was a good leaner, so it'd be like leaning, <laughs> kind of twisted up, and then it would like lay flat. Yeah, and I like, believe the story about you know train wreck falling. I mean, it wrecks. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It, it falls. It, you know, it, it looks it, like it train a train wrecks. wreck. It, your grow room looks like a train wreck. You know what I mean? Like you open it up and yeah. it's just like collapsed. Ah. Like just everything is just smashed into each other. But you're like, yeah, don't worry about it. It'll it'll deal with it. Like the plants can definitely. Mm-hmm deal with not being supported and still get away with a lot of weight, which are quite impressive compared to a lot of other plants. Like if you put the That's stack, another little yeah. nugget. I thought that was wrecked because it got you wrecked and you smoked it. No. No. <laughs> Story is it's wrecked because it makes you grow like a wreck. Uh, it looks like a piece of shit, but it's good. It but, did have a strong ass high though. I could get it was kind of one of those heart racing type highs sometimes, you know? It's, it's a terpene. Um, it's another, like, you know, it definitely fits that high terpene. Like, sage would get confused <laughs> with train wreck a lot. Like, people would smoke yeah, say, sage. And they'd go, yeah. like, they'd go, ooh, this is train wreck? You'd be like, no, dude, that's sage. Like, it tastes like train wreck. Because like, train wreck had a bigger name, so, of course, people would just recognize uh-huh. it. It seems to be, like, right. like there's a lot of, uh, it, it's not as popular of a, of a category, but it's always there. You know what I mean? Like there's always seems to be like certain group of people that actually are attracted to, cause you know, I think, I think different terpenes, people are just naturally attracted. Some people are like beer people and they're myrcene. They just happen. Oh, yeah. They just happen to like it. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, you like beer. You're like, yeah, I love beer. You're like, yeah, it makes sense. And then people who like wine yeah. and yeah. like sort of like other, you know, they'll go lean on a different, on a different terpene. And then you get like the terpenaline is definitely like a bubbly kind of high 
thing. Yeah, it's buzzy. Some people describe it like taking a shot of espresso. Sometimes you know, some of, we yeah. have some we have some great Durban strains. Our Dur- we have Durban pomegranate, Dad's Durban, mm. and our new one, Northwest Express, which is a cross of those two, just straight up two Durban strains, Northwest very, Express, very, named after my favorite lift at Mount Bachelor. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a quad quad chair on some really cool terrain uh natural wind lips um fun fun to ride stuff and and uh and it's also a great sports suite i think too so uh northwest express that's in that's part of the new, new drop too yeah a lot of, like, and it's and it's dominant in ter- terpinoline as well right. i think terpinoline has a beautiful it's a smell sporty um, it's a definite like uh, dj yeah. djs and writers and sports athletes. like athletes those are the kind of people that were always attracted to that sort of that thing because uh-huh. it didn't make him tired it got him kind of buzzy and with the writers it was weird like i had a guy who would like in amsterdam he would go to the coffee shop buy like an ounce he, he's an american guy and he would like come to amsterdam buy an ounce go to a hotel and just write 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 like like a maniac and then get a book done in like a month or something like that and he would just smoke like every couple of days and he'd go <laughs> back to this and he'd be like the number one customer at the coffee shop and they'd be like this guy just keeps coming in here and then i, I met the guy and he's like He's like, uh, oh, if I don't have, if I, he's like, I don't know. I smoked that sage one time, and all of a sudden I started writing. And he's like, now he just like tuned into that, you know what I mean? And like for him, it was that. <laughs> it's killer, yeah. And if I was out, yeah, of, like so I'd be like, do, like sometimes they wouldn't have it in the shop, and he'd be like hunting me down to find me to like, I need like an ounce. Ah. Yeah, it was funny. You got to add uh, asterisk recommended for artists. <laughs> but also, yeah, but also, band people loved. Like there was always that guy. Yeah, you know, they love artists. That. They don't want to smoke something that makes them real tired. You know. So, uh-huh. Yeah, if you can, when you can hone in, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, yeah. man. What, uh, what? One of the beauties of weed, right? Makes you <laughs> stimulates that creative, creative side to us. Yeah, yeah. That's the that is the hope. That is the hope. <laughs> no, no, does it do it to everybody? No, not everybody. There's, I've seen the same weed do like every different effect on every different person in the room. You know what I mean? Where you get one guy who's tripping out sure. and all woo, and another guy who's just <laughs> sleeping, and some people are just buzzing, and some people are paranoid. You know, it's, it's weird. You like like that's the one thing is, is it's so individual, and and it's yet, um, you know, obviously there's certain strains that are stronger and and 100 work, and there's other strains that are you know, might do one specific thing, but it's so hard to like nail it down. You can almost nail it, not nail any strain down where you can say this strain will make you do this at this time. Cause some people Stuck get trail. hungry. Some people don't eat at all. You know, I don't know. It's weird. Like, a, yeah, it's weird. Some people shit. like gassy strains. Some people <laughs> like fruity strains. Some people, right. you know, like well, I think that's also the cool part too, is that I'm never know what's going to happen. Want gas, you know, some, yeah. like, yeah. Well, yeah. Now people are turning into like, yeah, man. A- ability to get a little more specific. Like, of course, it's it's you know for the most part, it's like gas, 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 gas. But there's so many other things out there. Yeah, and you're like, dude, really? You do you even know like the the spectrum that you're not paying attention to? That's so much bigger. So anyway, that's a, yeah. It is nice to. Uh, I think when you grow those big plants the way you do, that you're seeing like the very, very top end of the of the expression ladder. Like Thank you. you couldn't get I any. Think so, you, yeah. you, there's no way that you could get more out of those plants because they're like, what are they going to do? You know, like, what else could you do? Like, you could never pull off the full expression of a plant that big indoors. Um, just couldn't keep up. You know what I mean? In in the sense, yeah, of, man. So it's like, yes, yeah, yeah, so there's there, there's something totally uh, awesome about that. 
Oh, it's so true. I mean, the ultimate expression, you know, growing organically under the sun with such a diverse uh, mm -hmm. amount of nutrients, every single thing that they and more that they would want in the soil, allowing them to express their, their full genetic potential. You know, I really, I, I do believe that. Yeah. 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 No, it's cool. That's like, and that is even like with a, a lot of stuff, like you grow indoors uh, for the longest time and then you put a, the same plant outdoors. And sometimes it's like, it might take a generation or two because the first time they might like be all just like, eh, like not like ready for it. And then you get other ones that are just like take off, you know what I mean? They're like, holy shit, that's yeah. not even the same plant. So it is definitely nice if you can uh, do that. And putting them in the ground is so much different than putting them into a pot like or putting them into a yeah. 12 by 12 is pretty much putting them in the ground it's like at that point you're like <laughs> you've given them as much i don't see them getting much wider do you get about 15 yeah. foot wide plant in the end or 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 12? yeah i mean yeah so the, yeah i mean some of the biggest diameters when i've just measured for, like side to side on a plant that i've had is like 16 feet you know so yeah. if you give them that root space they're gonna where their roots go their their, yeah. their leaves are gonna follow their branches are gonna follow you know and, right um, later in the season too, it's nice to kind of cultivate a little bit that, that outer layer. Um, it maybe you've stepped on it or something, you know, um, as the roots are heading out there. And, um, I like to, uh, you know, add maybe top dress on that outer part, add some late, late compost or amendments out there, yeah. uh, earthworm castings out on that outer, outer perimeter. And also just like, uh, watering out there more instead of closer to the root ball and trying to draw those roots out to the edge of, of your burn, of your mounds, you know, and trying to draw those roots so that the, the foliage will follow. I mean, your plants are big enough that you could theoretically just build a system to like have a permanent walking thing around the top part. You know what I mean? Like just like a la like walk out to it, have something like that that doesn't touch the doesn't touch the ground. Yeah. So it's above the ground. You can just throw a board down scaffold you know, system. You can, you can throw like a plank. frame it out. People, frame people it out. Do that, you know? Throw yeah. a couple planks down, like a like a two, a one by twelve plank and kind of walk on that if you need He'll to. He'll find James Bean you know? sleeping up there one night. Are you kidding me? Forget about it. Yeah you need to <laughs> you need to design giant collars or something like some big just just big old thing that you can since you know they're going to get they're going to get that big, right, you know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of like you have an actual footprint yeah, that's, that's huge. It's nice it's nice it's nice having no structures in my garden so I can I can run my tractor through there once a year yeah, that's and true. till and plant the cover crop and rake it in and you yeah. know um, gotcha. that's that's what I like about that and not and not having <laughs> beds or pots. It's just being able to do that mm -hmm. and just be right in the ground. Sure. <laughs> you know, um, and and thinking of it as as one big living organism, my garden, you know, our garden at Rogancha, it's one acre. And we treat it like it's a, you know, a big living organism. It's all connected. Um, you know, um, there's there's walkways in between the rows, but yeah. that doesn't mean that the all the the biological life and, and stuff isn't surviving and 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 moving back and forth. You know, in in all that right. um, that that ecosystem that we have there. So that's yeah, sick. that's sick. Um, well, cool. All right. So, uh, what are what are like your your top five tips for outdoor growers? Because right now, when people want big, massive trees, I, I usually send them massive's way. So, okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, summer sunset OG. No, not your top Road five Valley. strains. Not your top five strains. He's top making you work. Tips. He's gonna make you work. He's he's stealing oh, all your ideas. We're, we're basically yeah, stealing like, every like all your ideas. Get five <laughs> massive seeds. That's <laughs> one. Um, okay. Don't start from the cloud. Um, that's a good, yeah, good. don't start from clown unless you're really good at it. I mean, there's people that have great success with it, but uh, you, We're gonna you, get bigger your, with the your probability of problems is, is higher. Mm. I feel like with clones and and, mm. and older plants that are gonna be seven months seven months old clones, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, just uh, 
uh, cover crop. I'll, I'll throw that one out there. That's probably one of the best things I ever started sure. doing probably 10 or 12 years ago, throwing down a cover crop and, and, uh, enriching my soil naturally with this cycle of, of cover crop and fixing nitrogen and, and feeding the bacterial fungal life in there, um, with that, with that whole process cover crop, that's huge. Um, and then just giving your plants, uh, a huge bed or a huge mound to, mound. to spread out in, um, the more space that you can give them, the better they'll take it. If you, if you treat them right, they'll take up that space and, and spread out, um, Three and then two more. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, two more. <laughs> He's putting you on the spot. Oh, jeez. Um, hey, who asked me these questions? I can't tell him, so this guy can't. Uh, genetics. I, I, I know I said that, but genetics, genetics. Um, so you can just plants. say it five times in a row if you really yeah. want to, because it's on James <laughs> it be genetics, 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 um, genetics. There you go, James. You know, pick a pick a pick a great. You know, when you're looking at a garden or a location, like try to pick. Uh, if you can have like obviously a south facing hill um, or a slight a slight slope is great for drainage. Mm -hmm. um, if you're gonna have one choice or another, even southeast, I prefer over southwest. You get those super hot west sun. If you're if you're too much west facing, it can be stressful. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and not being like down in a gully where it's like a cold sink. You know, it's sometimes in the in the in the fall when it's crucial for those flowers to be developing. If you're down in like some ravine. Mm -hmm. um deeper that's where the cold air settles more moisture more problems um so if you can be on a hill that's that's shedding uh shedding the cold air i think that's a great way all to right and then and then just start and then just start in april go out in april and just put a seed in the ground is that what i'm supposed to do <laughs> yes. no um for you yes for everyone direct, else so, don't yeah. do that just, just throw them out it's easy yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No work involved. There's no work <laughs> no, involved. No. So, so, so right, right, right. we got to tell you, we don't want to do that. You're supposed to start indoors. Um, no, start them outside under um, without artificial light, except unless you're going to do some supplemental light uh, to keep them going. But start them under the natural sunlight so that they're used to uh, you know the the natural cycle of the sun from the start of their life. Mm. Um, but no problem throwing a fluorescent over them to keep them warm and and give them that extra. Um, intensity of light that they need if you're starting them really early in the spring you know keep um them stretching yeah keep them from stretching and just flopping over you know it sucks when they do that those little the little <laughs> seedlings they just keep trying to reach up for this the dim sun and, and yeah. then they flop so um throwing like a you know some t5s over them with uh, uh, uh with uh, some heat mats underneath that's a great combination um, they love it. And the reason I ask is, is that we all know this shit, but I get, you know, sometimes I have to, I have to check myself and look. And, and the majority of my, of, of my customers are new. I'd say probably, not majority, I'd say probably 35, 40% of new customers, people who just are getting mm. into it from the new state okay. or the new areas. And so they don't know all the answers. We take it as second hand knowledge. Of course, you don't do that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, these guys are just finding the show and stuff. These, we get a lot sure, of questions sure. that, are, that are really easy like this. Well, well so, I think, I think one of yeah, the things, I, that we, I, I think one of the things that we hit on earlier, which if you haven't, if you weren't listening or paying attention, attention is it is, the, is the fact that uh peter really puts effort into not restricting the roots ever like the roots never have a chance to to wind up or get kind of because that's what really that'll make the plants get think it's think it's time to start setting up for flowering so you want to kind of if you don't want to if you want to grow big plants do kind of what he did which is start in a you starting in your regular tray and then once you really want to go you go straight to a three gallon which is a big jump like normally we would all go like to a mm -hmm. tiny little cup and then move that up to a one right. and then a one you might be hanging with the, but all those times you you do risk especially if you have any auto flowers you're fucked you you, you got a hundred percent like can't right. you gotta put those rolls yeah. in the ground direct 
but in general, yeah, it's like it's people. You control everything by the roots. Like that's the that is the control yeah. of a big any sizing of a plant. Like bigger. So if you're gonna go wide, that like you said earlier, twelve feet wide. I mean, that's a fifteen foot wide plant. So if you're growing yeah. a, a three by three uh, sort of square, you're gonna have a five foot wide plant. You know what I mean? So think about those. That, that it's very easy in a sense as long as you. Uh, Mm-hmm. Give it, give it everything mm-hmm. it needs <laughs> the entire time. Right. You know what I mean? Don't, don't yeah. you know, don't. And then I'll, I'll, I'll address, uh, James, one other thing too, on the growing side of things, uh, water, you know, um, I drip first and foremost, do a drip. Um, but also hand water, you know, you can hand water your nutrients in, you can keep your lines, your drip lines clean. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's another way to, to deliver your nutrients is through the drip lines, but you got to watch out for, you know, you got to make sure you flush those really well. You don't want your pathogens can form in those lines. That's a big mistake that people can make. Yeah. I like, I like, I like, those I like the idea of, feed them. I like the idea of letting the drip line do the water and just hand do the, cause it's, you know, you want to do something, right? You want to, <laughs> you want to feed them. So you're like, Hey, I'm giving you the, the good stuff. Here's the good stuff. Yeah. I see the drips then do my, yeah. do, do my nutrients <laughs> yeah, with a gallon bucket with a, with, with a little sump pump. Just do that. Yeah. So you can do, uh, so like a, a 300 gallon or something tank. Five. Um, Gallon like pump. Would you say five? Yeah, for like, like a, those size plants, gallon. they're gonna need a bigger than a five gallon pump. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like a three hundred gallon tank. You <laughs> Don't do, judge me. You can do like nutrient blends, yeah. um, fish and kelp, uh, nice. fish and kelp, fulvic acids, uh, yeah. um, hydrolyzed fish, you know, or, or uh, yes, uh, yes, hydrolyzed fish, yeah, definitely. Okay. Cool. Yep, definitely. Um, and. And then pescatarian, yeah, so pescatarian plants, man. I like that. See, that's what I'm all. I'm all about the pescatarian plants. <laughs> Stays in my yeah. my zone. All right, some blood meal, I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> when they're young. So, um, cool. What, James? Uh, yeah. What, the specials that he showed earlier. Are those the same? Are those available now, or is that like something coming up? Or what's the deal with that? Uh, I don't know where he showed him from, but um, oh. I, I was, I must, I what do you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? I sent, I sent like kind of the strain drop list over yeah. to Mark. I don't know. I, you know, I guess I'll throw it up or not. Oh, yeah. so, so, and we just had a restock of his that go live at 420. So you guys can all go check it out. All the strains are in stock right now. Mm-hmm. Um, majority of them are. So uh, just for the show, we didn't announce it anywhere. Just wanted to have someone so we came on here. We'd have more gear. All this, all this gear. All right. I got it up on I the think screen he, right uh, now. I think he went to go put out a fire. The early 2021 drop. And the done deal is fifteen percent off. No, I do not believe so. I believe it's ten percent off. Oh, no. Are you okay. sure about that? Maybe. What you, we do give you ten percent back to you. Like what about on four twenty? On four twenty, can we do some special deal? Because it was four twenty, and we're doing twenty four hour stuff. <laughs> that, that can we, we do twenty four hour do. bonanza. Twenty four hour mega bonanza. Yeah. We need we need Uh-oh. you to take a twenty percent off. Scrappy huh? dog hour. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Nice. I like it. Hey, the fire. I like it. Yeah, so we had ten. We had ten. I think we had like ten strains on that drop. A uh, lot of variety in there. Uh, really stoked Same. on it. Uh, I think it's a. We got some old ones. We threw. We dug some old stuff out of the vault. We got some brand new stuff. And um, yeah, the Yuki Dog. I really, I really love that strain. Um, some people think it looks. Would call it like a sour diesel OG. That's how it turns out. Um, it's like just really gassy, really beautiful uh, bracts on it, and um, yeah. That one's in there. Uh, that's the Star Dog Time Summer Sunset OG. We also have the, a new one in there called Eclipsed, which I'm really stoked on. And that's uh, our Summer Sunset OG times Yuki Dog. So kind of keeping all that that purple Indukush and all the uh, all the Chem family um, 
rolling tight in there, but also trying to get some extra vi- extra vigor out of those, you know. I'm just wondering, you know, when you come up with new strain names or anything like that, is there any chance of getting one named White Flaky Love? <laughs> no, I have to sell that shit. No, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I like that. I like a good answer. Hello, Seeds here now. I need some help with my white flaky love. White flaky love. The worst worst thing is this. Any problems with it? So, so we all know the friend of the show too, right? A little unstable, great guy. Who? Two TSK, the seed company. TSK, yeah, the guy on the our chat right now, he's gonna get all mad. Oh no, he's not on the chat. Anyways, he was so we know too, right? So he comes up with a strain, he calls it fucking taint. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> okay, it gets worse. No, it's a CBD strain. Yeah, Charlotte's Charlotte's taint. No, I right? And so now I'm out there like yeah. pitching the strain. I'm like, too, I'm really not selling it, bro. Like I can pitch the, you know, the Shirley Temple and this one. I said, but I really don't want to. Like I have this taint for you. You know, that's it's a little rough. But to then sell. you do tiger taint or something Actually, like that. Or uh, lion taint. No. taint? No, it was it was taint. Now it's tainted love, thank God. Tainted love is good. <laughs> but it was taint. That shit. So yeah, and then what is it? Somebody had the kid would have uh, loved it. The kid. Oh, yeah. The kid would have been all oh, over. So that. DJ Short had happy pussy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, second gen had unsellable, unsellable strains by James. It's yeah. rough. It's yeah. It's not really sellable, guys. I need something. <laughs> so don't don't do these things to me because they don't they don't they don't sell well. That's great, and I and I'm not gonna pitch them. Like I'm not gonna pitch taint to them. Do you have any moist taint in stock? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. So no chance. No. The white flaky love. Okay. Nah, no, sorry. Not right. gonna happen. Ain't happening. Sorry. See, no, you have to work harder. <laughs> Good to know. You have to work harder for that one. So his nickname or is that cocaine? We can- we no, can keep trying. What them. I was there's, describing, there's... 14er rosin. Yeah. He was, oh. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, you got all excited there for a minute. I know. I was like, Pablo cool. Escobar for a second. He's in Mexico. All right. So, um, <laughs> so basically, Instagram account, you definitely got to check it out because there's some awesome photos there. Um, amazing. Yeah, Massive Seeds massive on seeds. Instagram. Oh, yeah, of Rogancha course. Massive shows our, our farm where we do a lot of our breeding as well. I forgot. I did get hit up by Shiloh this morning where he was like, ask him. Why he stole my name? LOL. Okay, like, good. Oh, I was gonna bring this shit up. Oh, oh. Who came first, chicken or the, the well, egg of the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I so think, answer, didn't, we, didn't we already I talk about? We, we had enough controversy. I know we have to. We have to. This is, this is that's James what the show's all about now. This, this is Dave. This oh. is what Dave. This is it. Every time kidding. we're gonna oh. get we're gonna get crazy. We're gonna make right straight to the jugular. No, we're not. Yep. So I was gonna bring this shit up too because so I I carry one of them. But who came first? Uh massive seeds. Yep, because Shiloh was part of third gen originally, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. So that means. So why did Shiloh steal his name? Ooh. Yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. Notice I only carry one of them. Ah, it's true. I mean, it's no. kind of. Oh, you guys just do a co- No, you need to do a. You need to do a drop. mega massive co- collab. Is what you need to do. That that would be dope. Like a massive times massive. I hear mega this all massive. the time. A simple Google search. Blah blah blah. Well, a simple Google search. Blah blah blah. 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 Well, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's blah, blah, it is blah. it is uh i mean it's not like you grow shitty little tiny plants and you call yourself massive seeds then we'd be like dude come on what the <laughs> fuck are you doing so, so and, yeah and he's shiloh massive game. he is shiloh massive granted but oh that's right okay see that's why it was it was shiloh massive but massive yeah, seeds yeah. they're different things they're different things but, they, shiloh seeds but they're both massive better. but they're both massive shiloh seeds what's up Shiloh seeds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seeds I mean, sound like it's, it's okay. We've, we've been, we've been, uh, you know, producing massive seeds for I don't know, ten years now. 
and exactly. and and had a brand for a good I don't know seven seven years and and like James said he was third gen and you know and we were establishing our presence and then uh, you know and decides to step back in with the massive name uh, a couple <laughs> years ago so that's I mean that's kind of how I see it yeah you well, know like I said and, and, and Charlie's a friend of the show I, I get it and understand yeah, yeah it's, but. Hold on, wait a second. I'm here. I'm here to make. I'm here to make the the collab work. I hear, like, I hear the phone ringing. The There's somebody massive. on the phone, James Bean. Mega they massive. say oh. you're their father. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're going to we're going to we're going to bring that. Are we doing a Maury show? Yeah, it's a Maury show. Jerry Springer or something like that. No, we wanted to do that anyway with like a genetic show with Maury style, where we're like, you are not the father. Yes. Because we got all the DNA tests. We get all the DNA tests. These are not. Oh, oh the so what we do is the catfish show. You, this is not the catfish. No. Oh gosh, more controversy. <laughs> that you're looking for it. No, no more controversy. Yeah. No, but it was good. I wanted yeah. to get. It, I needed to get the question in there because he asked me. So I'm yeah. like, oh, we got to make sure. Yeah, I mean, and then I already knew. I was like, good. oh, this show's yeah. been rough already. We have to keep it going. But no, <laughs> it's scared. cool. I didn't want to do it. That's cool. Um, <laughs> as always, it's great to have you on, Peter and James Thanks, Bean on the scene. It. So much, Peter. You know, yeah, the, you, know you, you know you're the man. You know you're the man. And uh, I saw your dog was big star these days. Huge. Blowing up. Didn't you? Bust, what's his name James again? Bean, watch the replay back because whatever sweatshirt you're wearing there. What's it, your dog's name again? It, it, it comes out Bentley? and you have a big head. Bentley, Bentley was oh, a pretty big star. Yes, Bentley. Yeah, your dog. What do you think I'm talking about? Oh. Bentley was a big oh, no, star. Big star. I saw that. Like he, he was. He, he was. He was just published on uh, Doggy Lamb. Doggy Lamb. Oh, oh Doggy, Doggy Lamb. Lamb. I heard about that. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I like this. This is like, this is what we call this, this. is the circle jerk um, yeah. part of the show. Yeah. Right. So you know, there's Doggy Lambs. They're phenomenal. The insides are coated with like what used to be like recycled bottles. They're super soft. They have like this reflective strip around them. So I'm walking my dogs, and a car wants to hit them, and it sees it and doesn't do it. It's got a little stash pocket for me to put my shit in. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Question from the from the audience. Audience. A train, right? Yeah. There's no. There's no questions. What are you talking to me now? You mean you? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You made A train. Yeah. Yeah. Afghan train back in the day. A train was what? What? Afghan train wreck, basically. So a train, yeah, that no Afghan, Afghan. Uh, you know, it was a, it wasn't Afghan one from Sensi, but it was a pure Afghan email that we used. Yes. Cool. And then what about? Um, what, what about? Do you remember stuff about it? Was I like mean, it was like it was a classic where it was like the, the didn't make very. The thing is, train makes really hard to make seeds. I don't know. If, do you have a hard time with making seeds using it as a as the receiver? Because I always got really tiny seeds. And it was like hit and miss if they would even fucking because it was they were tiny. Short, I remember that. There's sure. a real short window with it because of its timing because it's a 49 day flower time. So you really only have like seconds mm-hmm. seconds mm-hmm. to spare. It's like you can't hit it up too late. And you look and you're always greedy and you always think you, if you let it go another week you're gonna get more seeds and you never do. So it was kind of like a pain in the ass to produce. And I was kind of dis like and I actually lost the tr- original train wreck in Amsterdam and had to get it back when I count over here, but it was like one of those things where it was like, it was the kind of plant where to keep a mom of it around hard because it would get all the branches would want to break and shit. And you would just like, you, yeah. could, you couldn't clone it too much cause it would get all brittle. And if you didn't clone it, it would get real lanky and kind of weird. So it was just like, it is, it's one of those destined to be hard plants to deal with, you know, where you get other plants and it like makes great seeds every time and they look beautiful. And so 
It produces stuff. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Damn. It's like four hour show. Here we come. I thought you were a caller at first. I thought you were a caller because yeah. just I see Who a white that? background. And I'm like, well, God, is that Macho That's man? your son. Macho That's Macho your plan. son, James Bean. <laughs> he wanted to call in to talk to you. You're, you're illegit. Oh, there you Dude. go. Wait. He's got it. They're ready to roll. Yeah, oh, you knew he had those. You knew he had those. That's why. <laughs> you were goading. You were goading. You were goading. Um, anyway, so uh, awesome show tonight. I want to shout out to all the crew and for everybody calling in. It was great. I mean, it definitely made the show uh, feel because I was already feeling. Well, no, but I was. I mean, I woke up thinking like, okay, da da da. One thing. Look at. I was like checking my messages and I was like, oh Jesus, there's a storm of brewing. <laughs> there's a storm of brewing out there. And I was like, how is this going to work out? It's going to either be like a total fucking. Uh, and I didn't really want to know what to do. So that was why. Might if you watch the show again, you might notice I was a little bit trying to like work work around, talk around the world and make it all sense. But I think oh, it all wait, worked wait, out. There's a question coming in here on the on the what, chat what, game. What, what, Mike what? Denver wants to know, James Bean, yeah. will you sell a strain called Raiders Suck? Ooh. No, I do not sell fake things or false advertising. I cannot tell a lie. So obviously, I do not Mike, sell Mike Denver has a strain called Raider Suck. If you want it, it's fire. He's got it ready for you. It's, it's really fire. fire. It's so Does good, it keep dude. playing it over Big and over again? Every it, single never loses, year, it, it never loses, bro. It never loses. It never loses, bro. It wins no, every time. Winner. Oh, winner. Oh, is that winning? Winning. That's why. All right. Thank you. Did we smoke some OG? I had some uh, Charlie Sheen. I had some like Charlie Sheen OG. Yes, I had that clone long time ago. And uh, Vinny, long time. Vinny was smoking it, and his like he had like the melt. He had like the frozen face melted, like one eye twitching. I was like, damn, you got proper fucking sheened. He got sheened. <laughs> it's super greasy, right? I didn't, I just seen the ex- extract. I didn't see the plan. Oh. But, Oh, no, Jesus. Super greasy. We got Hamilton in the house. Hamilton. <laughs> Mark's uh, on camera. He's trying to give you the passive aggressive. Let's get to fucking Hamilton's up there. Hamilton is oh. in the show. Show Hamilton. Nice to the world. My dog's been here the whole night. Anyway, all right, guys. Um, shout out to my beautiful wife Cece, who is cleaning the house Ooh. for the final time before we like give the keys in and is like, yeah, it's happening, bro. It's really happening. It's one of those deals. A lot of bigger and better things. The there. <sighs> All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, Adam, man. Peter. I was just gonna say. I was just Bart, gonna say. I was Dan, just gonna Jim, say, Peter. Care, I was just gonna say, Peter. Yeah, instead of Peter. instead of cleaning the house, sometimes it's better just to light it up and walk away. Right? No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> burn. Oh, James Bean. Look at James Bean's got fire. He can just do the thing. Do the do the match, James. <laughs> All right. Shout out to everybody. Okay, though. Peace, guys. See you next week. Shout out to Vinny. Shout out to Cousin Andy. Shout out to MTI. Thank you, brother. Peace. Oh, that was, that's it? Wow. I was going to say, that's shout out. Shout out to my office. Shout out yeah. to my crew. Thanks so much. Customers that came here. Thank you for doing this every week. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Double, triple shout out. And Dave, for not canceling me. <laughs> Dave Dave is, is the canceler. He, he's canceling a lot of people. Yeah, Dave cancel is, Karen. He's the cancel Karen of the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that <laughs> note, thank you guys. No ending now. What another quack quack? Hour. Don't Why you? Dave is not the kid. Don't you quack? Another hour? Whoa! I didn't realize. <laughs> no well, man, we got a great. Tell me about the Mason. Caught me by surprise. Thing. What? You I thought was, we were gonna go on? I for thought day. you're gonna keep going. Oh, this is what you do lately, man? So he's it's like, got know. it. He thought we we're doing a four-hour show. We did it. I have to break down the house, bro. I have. Oh, he has stuff to do now. I got shit to do. Shit to do. Plus, you know, there's a storm coming, my friend. Oh yeah. There's a storm coming. Is it snowing outside yet? I can't see. It doesn't matter. Storm coming. See you guys next week. Peace out. See ya. Bye. Uh Oh, everyone, get that dabs quick. Do it. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why don't you smoke the natural herb? Some call it marijuana, some call it sensimedia, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it... Ganja.